Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode 167, and today we have a double feature for y'all, because we did take a week off. Uh, we are reviewing a horror double feature, uh, Cobweb and The Nun 2. Huge. Every The uh, double feature everyone is asking yeah. for. But the emails <laughs> were just flowing in, and we decided, since we're a, a podcast of the people, for the people. Yep. We had to do it. Yeah, so that's coming up. Uh, plus some other things we have been watching. It's been a while. What's new with you guys? <sighs> Not too much. You know, have you go. guys ever watched <laughs> <laughs> competitive Tetris? Absolutely not. I uh, got that guy on my TikTok for a while. The 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 glove kid, and he rolls. Oh, yeah, like see, he rolls okay. Too. Yeah, the Changes. rolling. Look at that. Yeah. See, it's a thing. Well, I went like deep into it just for one day, and except I'm playing Tetris now because it's fun. But yeah, I went like di- a deep dive into it from like 2018 to like 22, and it's pretty exciting. There's like this hyper tapping and rolling and yeah it's pretty intense too highly recommend so jacob it. doesn't have anything new moving yeah on. jacob's <laughs> bored as can be you need to get a job if you're watching competitive <laughs> tetris right now which it just like you send out applications and you wait so now i'm waiting in the waiting game that's always fun the fun stage of the employment process. Yeah. Except, yep, you know, the whole fact that we have to start paying our student debt back now again. And that sucks considering I have no income. Yeah. That is no bueno. Bad timing. Come on. Like extend it just like another year. Well, we'll be in a lockdown again soon in November. So you hope will get paused. Again. <laughs> if, if only. All right, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, Josh, mm, nothing to report. No, I feel like I had something, but clearly it wasn't important enough to remember. So, all right, well, I guess I'll mention I'm um, in the process of moving. Always fun. Oh, God, I hate <laughs> that. Worst. I'm not gonna try to unpack all of that right now, in the literal sense. This time, <laughs> yeah, actual packing and unpacking is the worst thing ever. Yeah. I mean, at least have um, some time to do it. It's not uh, trying to cram it all in a weekend or a week or anything like that. So very lucky to do that. Uh, and then I guess I'll just mention Monday went to a little impromptu show at the intersection. Got to see Grizz, which is pretty sick. Um, everybody got to share in that because they got a story. Kyle's yep. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, we can talk about that. There's, you know, the old saying, all publicity, any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to help the podcast by like doing something controversial. Mm. If we create controversy, then like it'll get people talking. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> they're like, what? It was the yellow and gold dress, black and blue dress. Like, what is that? Yeah, exactly. So is it a penis? I was just trying to help the show. Do you think that actually happened? Like, do, do people actually see blue and black? Or is it, it actually is blue and black, though. 
No. It's white yeah, gold. the dress was actually it's blue and black. Laurel okay, that's and fine and dandy. E &D. I only saw yellow saw. and gold too, but it was actually blue and black. So was that all just like, oh yeah, it's like people just fucking with each other? It was just was bad camera lighting that made it look that way. How does that happen? I don't know. It, it was that was such a thing too. How does candle or candle? How does lighting, camera lighting? And it's something color? about your own biases. Well, color so like, if so, you see so. it as white and gold first, then you can't see it the other way. But if you saw it as blue and black first, you can't see it the other way. So it's just kind of like whatever your brain thought of first. Hmm. Very cool. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, you know, trying to help the show out. But uh, concert was sick. It was free, too. Hell yeah. He does that shit. Oh, nice. He does a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I've, I've, he's, uh, I mean, he tweeted something. He did, tweeted basically alluding to the fact that he was going to do another free show in Detroit tonight because it was like something very similar to his, the lead up to his Grand Rapids show. He's like, I'm going to be in Detroit. Side eye emoji. Guys, get ready. But I don't think he said anything after that. But anyway, yeah. Michigan native, too. I literally mm -hmm. didn't even know that until like the day I went. So, um, all right. Well, if that's it, we can get into our beer here. Now, um, this is actually a pivot, but we all have the same beer for the first time in well over a month. So this is this is uh, huge news. Big news. Um. So once again, we're not. Uh, we don't really have a person that chose this. But um, I did send Jacob one of these because it is from Founders, his favorite sponsor of the show. Shout out. Shout out, Founders. <laughs> and uh, Josh has actually talked about this on the show. So you loved it. I don't know, should Josh introduce it or, or do you uh, want me to? I can. I think I already um, said it. But yeah, I will. I think I dove into it a little bit. But. I didn't give it an official rating yet because I did say I was going to revisit it on the second I was going to say, yeah, I don't see you. And you did revisit it and you still haven't rated well, it. Well, <laughs> also, I didn't, I didn't want to influence mm, okay. either of your guys' judgment before <laughs> sure. I... Well, I'm glad that we're having it on the show now so we can... Yes. A third, Finally third time to try. <laughs> yeah, before I officially rated it, I wanted it to... Exactly. Um, yeah. We are talking about... Talk? We should say the name. We are yeah, talking well, about... I'll get there. Okay. The Headless Swordsman. Yes. The Founders. You said Founders. Yep. Um, sponsor, shout out Founders. Uh, the Headless Swordsman is a imperial barrel-aged ale with maple syrup and spices. Uh, description reads, take your pumpkin spice love to the next level. The Headless Swordsman is a harmonious blend of all things pumpkin spice. Cinnamon and nutmeg notes are unwound as you sip this smooth ale. Time spent aging in bourbon barrels that once held maple syrup provides a subtle oak and sweet maple backbone to your new fall favorite. No actual pumpkins were harmed in the making of this beer. Um, uh, sits at 13.1% ABV, part of their barrel-aged series. Um, and it's actually bottled this year. So, Jacob, I know yeah, that you're All the beer I get fresh, so... Uh, <laughs> I don't know which, yeah, I don't know which, I'm assuming they're probably all bottled the same. I don't know if mine was any different than the one that you bought, but right. probably I would assume not. it's probably the same. I, I can't imagine they would make too much of this. Yeah. yeah. A seasonal barrel-aged beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, 3.81 average. 
And like I said, that was it doesn't have very many check-ins on here, so it must be pretty much like yeah, not yet. Yeah, I'm. I think all of their barrel age series. I maybe I might be speaking out my ass, but I feel like a lot of their barrel age series is kind of sticks in Michigan, other than like obviously the KBS and and such, but like these smaller. Well, this one has an official label. Like they have the bottle shop series that I think some of those are. Yeah, it's weird. It has a label, but not on the untapped. Yeah, no, yeah, so right. We propose an edit, Jacob. You're you're a you're a user, a super. I also user. was trying to see where you know the find it thing they have in Untapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, let's see if it's anywhere within like ten miles, and it, it, only one thing comes up: the White House. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Joe Biden sipping on it. Uh, <laughs> Joe Biden loves founders. You heard it here first. Dark Brandon is uh, sipping He's dark. Sipping beer. on headless quartzman. Yeah, sipping on his dark beer. All right, anything else? No. All right, let's crack it open and try it. It's got bottles here, so pass this around. I'm most interested in f- for Kyle's reaction. We have yet to find a pumpkin-related beer that Kyle it smells so maple syrupy. <laughs> yes, that I love that Kyle. I wouldn't even say love. I would say like that you even think is above average. Yeah, there was um. Oh, there's a couple. Trust. Hmm. I, think if I can find them in my untapped once I pour this. Yeah, very mapley. Jacob, are you all poured up, ready to go? Yep. All right, let's go. Jacob's already half gone, half done with his. Wow, that is like caramely and mapley. Yep, it's pretty sweet. It's There's very one thick. note that I get a lot of, and I still do every single time. Is that like black licorice or something? Yes. Do you black get that? Licorice heavy, yeah. <laughs> Nutmeg. The black licorice part of it, I think it's the clove part of it, but yeah, I definitely get like star anise. Borderline is mm. what turns me off on it. I love black licorice, so and star anise, so I think that's great. It definitely yeah, like, has a burn, <laughs> like you said. That yeah, is it, um, very warm going down. I have had zero food today as well so I'm a, same I might, I might turn into Jacob <laughs> same imperial pumpkin ale from Weyerbacher Gave so out this four. tastes like I will say like nothing like most pumpkin beers I've had if not all it's definitely yeah it's star anise caramel maple syrup burn booziness I kind of want to keep. I, don't I almost like don't even really taste the pumpkin though that much. Well, I don't. A, that's what I'm saying. I don't taste like any pumpkin. Says no pumpkins were harmed in the making of this. So what the fuck are we drinking? It's just a spiced imperial ale aged in oh. maple. Kyle, did you listen to? I mean, anything I, I said. I like this. this. I like this a lot. Zoned out. It's not a pumpkin beer. Okay. It's a barrel aged ale with gotcha. maple syrup and, and spices. spices. It's like more of like just a fall mm. beer. Yeah. 
And Which just, on like a nice fall, like cool day, this can warm in you up. Expectation of pumpkin. <laughs> I told you it wasn't pumpkin. I said it's true. Inspired. I think other people are mistaken though, because the check-in is pumpkin slash yam beer. Mm. When that's not. I mean, what would you check in as? Just what style? Like, a, like an old ale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's kind of tastes like a. Curmudgeon's better half. Mm-hmm. Just with, and I, I don't really pick up on like cinnamon or nutmeg. I get like star anise and clove. I got the nutmeg. I don't know about cinnamon, but yeah, no cinnamon. I don't get cinnamon. I could think I could get nutmeg. I, I mean, old ale, I think, is like spot on. Do you get any I don't dust? Know, call him up, ask him. Not very dusty. Dust in this? I don't know. I like this quite a bit. I do like old ale. Scottish ale. I would say it's, and I would consider this in the in like a vein of a Scotch. It'd be a Scotch ale, not Scotch. a Scottish. Yeah, it has that like <laughs> Scottish or lower ABV. That's Scotch. Gotcha. <laughs> a Scot. It's a Scottish it's, ale. Yeah, it's got that like burn, and it's like a reddish hue, which also. Mm-hmm. Makes me think it's like a wee scotch ale. Brewed is like a or a wee heavy or. I wonder if this is like. A I'd like to know the base of it. Dirty bastard. Yeah, they just threw this shit, dirty bastard, into a fucking barrel. And maple barrels with some star anise and clove. Done. Okay, so we all need to propose the edit, change it from pumpkin ale to old ale, and put the picture up. Yeah. I'm trying to see oh, like if they oh. talked about it. If they like, yeah. Is there anything that would allude to the type? Just says so from founders. They really on September sixth. They said the headless gourdsman is ca- galloping into the taproom today. This deceptively smooth pumpkin spice flavored ale has been elevated by time spent aging in bourbon barrels that once held maple syrup. So mm. they don't really give you. So don't really give you much. What is pumpkin spice though? Because pumpkin spice isn't pumpkin. Yeah, right. No. It's cinnamon, nutmeg, and clove typically. Okay, there you go. But I still want to know what the base ale is. Like what's yeah, the what right. style? Yeah, of course. What I want to know is what you guys think of it because I think it's really good. <laughs> I've actually I've kind of stated my piece on I'm more interested in what Kyle like where did you land on it? Do you want it to warm up? Where where I like it. No, I like it now. How it is now. I think I I figured you would like it more than I would like it. Yeah. It's I think it's not too like people are saying like, oh, it's so boozy. Like I think it's pretty well balanced. I don't get like too much booze. I get the warmth of it. But it's I think the sweetness really cuts it. That bite that some like Russian mm. Imperials have like I don't feel like there's a bite to it. Yeah, like it has oh. a burn, but it doesn't have that like astringent alcoholness. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and it's um you know sweet but not too sweet. Like some, yeah. like, I think the barrel helps a lot. Yep, with the balance. I, it is really weird. I'm looking at everybody like all the reviews on Beer Advocate because I was like trying to see if anybody else. No one else wrote any black licorice notes, 
I know. Like I'm looking through like the untapped. Yeah, like how is that either? Why am I tasting that and you're tasting that, but apparently no one else tastes that. And I, I purposefully didn't say because I wanted to say it last time I talked about this. Yeah, you, you, you just like cued it up. It. I'm like black licorice. Yeah, I've tried to keep most of the flavor profiles out of it because I wanted you guys to be able to taste like without having the the bias of. Yeah, I mean, I think this is pretty flavor. great. It's definitely well, here we go. Really this, guy, this guy says sweet and boozy tasting maple, classic fall pumpkin pie spices, vanilla and licorice, oddly enough. Maybe a niece. It is quite ah, pronounced, he said. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Whoever that guy know. is, <laughs> he gets Wait, it. A lot a couple people are comparing it to like a barrel aged barley wine. And I could see You know, that. also to be fair, I eat a lot of star anise. Like all the time yeah because so. you like fucking uh pho. well i also I eat pho. like yeah. in chinese food they have they use star anise all the time so i do like star anise as like a flavor profile i but love it, it sometimes <laughs> i feel like it's a tad overpowering like in pho no it's like it's i love star anise it, it's not a very delicate ingredient what's that one greek drink that i had Ooh, oh, uh, oh, um not uzo is it uzo <laughs> yeah uzo yeah I don't. I like how or you sambuca. remember what it's called. But. <laughs> Have you ever had sambuca? No, but I well, also had yeah, absinthe. Yeah, See, I love absinthe, uzo. You like absinthe all those. quite a bit. I do like absinthe, but I I don't know when it comes to flavor profiles. And it's I feel like when it's not meant to taste like it, then it's a little bit of an off-putting flavor profile. But when it's meant to be in it i feel like it's or it's like meant to taste like it i feel like it's not as off-putting i don't know yeah like that makes like sense i mean it's definitely it. a taste that a lot of people in america at least don't love i feel yeah, like I, I mean i like like the flavor profile of it too like i said but would i ever eat like good and plenties absolutely not really i like yeah, or like black licorice sticks yeah. never would i <laughs> I like good. I mean, it's like the, the thing about star anise is like most of the time, like Jacob's saying in cuisine, you have other flavors surrounding it. So it's more of like a either amplifies the, some flavor profiles or pairs well with other things. And when it is strictly yeah. just that flavor, it's like way too, too much. That's fair. Yeah. I just like the complexity it adds because it's so different from like a spicy, sour or sweet or anything else. It just adds it's. It's very distinct in its flavor. So oh, yeah, it's that it's, little you bit. Cannot, you cannot taste it and not know what it is. Yeah. And it's funny. It's uh, made me think of a time we went to like this boozy brunch back in the day. And there was like a, um, they would do like cocktails that would lead into like the, like they would have a limited menu. I forget the name of the place. It was in Ypsilanti, but um, they would have like a five or six items on a, uh, brunch menu and then f- five or six cocktails that were kind of went with it and one of the one of them was um harry potter breakfast brunch so they had like you know butter beer and stuff like that well on top of it they put a star anise flower i don't know if it's <coughs> no someone didn't eat it did they so they put it on top <laughs> and it was meant to look like a spider you know because yeah. it kind of looks like and the drink had like a spider cock like name to it or whatever and yeah, uh, my buddy, other friend Kyle, 
he did end up eating it and <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the reaction of his face it would be like eating a cinnamon stick right yeah like you're not meant to eat <laughs> cuz they're hard stick. too and it's like dry and yeah <laughs> his face he thought it was a chocolate cover he's like, like ooh spider. chocolate spider <laughs> yeah he thought it was a chocolate spider and he just <laughs> fucking downed it and i'm like no 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 and by the time he crunched into it, it was Oh my god! His entire I have never done that. A long time just was strictly black licorice starnies. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes! He doesn't watch enough uh, beat Bobby Flay like you do. I know. I watched all of it actually. Yeah, I ran him out there. It's ongoing (laughs) still, but I've been on like a huge kick of Hotel Hell lately. (laughs) Is that like in the same kind of universe? It's Gordon Ramsay and okay, yeah. Yeah. Does he do food or is it like hotel service? Like no, he tries to fix kitchen? hotels where he does food. He okay. they always have like restaurants too, and he gives them a menu, and then he also yeah, fixes like, okay. like the hotel. Yeah. yeah, I I mean I did Hell's Kitchen for a while too. Yeah, he has like a new one too. Like, next but those ones you have to really invest in. Like, you have to because you have be, to invest in the season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now Hotel Hell. You just throw <laughs> on and be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can binge Hotel like, Hell's the same and, way because each episode is a different hotel. That you yeah, it's like Bar things. Rescue, which yeah. I love too. Exactly. Love it's Bar exactly Rescue. like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly like that. Or uh, Restaurant Impossible mm-hmm. with Michael Irvin or whatever. The Jacked Chef. Yep. Robert Irvine. Robert Irvine. <laughs> what did I say, Michael? Yeah. That's a. <laughs> Michael sure. Irvin. He's, yeah, he was an NFL receiver. Anyway, yeah. <coughs> All right, anything else to say? We digressed quite a bit about <laughs> I was I was actually tying it back in. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say that this is... We're coming around to something. I don't know what I'll do, but... You, a beer that we should revisit here after okay. maybe the first review. Sure. See where it, where it's at when it gets a little warmer. I know where it goes where it gets warmer. But. Oh, when it gets warmer. I won't yeah. let I it get you that meant, far. I thought you meant we need a fourth revisit. Um, maybe maybe <laughs> if we can, we'll buy another four pack and uh, yeah. bring it back for that October. <laughs> send another one back. back to take an entire top. four pack. Maybe I'll know where I'm at. You guys would have to send me another one or I have to go and talk to Biden really quick. <laughs> I mean, it, you have to admit it is definitely a beer that's like, whoa. Like what is going I, on? Like, it's unique it for works. sure. Yeah. yeah, it works though. It's not... Like, whoa, for me, was like Barrel Runner, which I'm like, wow, this is so interesting and so different. And I never want this again. I mean, I like the fact that we we eliminated the possibility of it being a pumpkin yam beer. And now it's like the unknown. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, it's just an ale. You know, you're just drinking it with these flavors. And it's like, it's not confined to this category or whatever. And yeah. Yeah, that's. It's uh it's A twenty four of beers. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so anything else on Headless Gordsman now? No. Crunchability zero. Oh yeah. Zero. Zero. <laughs> One. Point five. I thought about that earlier. I'm okay I, after this. I forgot. Yeah, um definitely don't want to drink any I, more than one of these. Yeah. I do have a nice second beer that I'm gonna drink with this though. All right. So we are starting with cobweb. Uh, Cobweb was written by Chris Thomas Devlin. It was directed by Samuel Bowden. Uh, it stars Lizzie Kaplan, Anthony Starr, Cleopatra Coleman, and Woody Norman. 
Um, plot synopsis reads, an eight-year-old boy tries to investigate the mysterious knocking sounds that are coming from inside the walls of his house, unveiling a dark secret that his sinister parents have kept hidden from him. What did you guys think of Cobweb? So this was a movie I was really (laughs) excited for it to be done and get to the point. (laughs) Ouch. I did not like this movie. I, it wasn't, it didn't build like a lot of suspense. I, and like, it was kind of weird to even know like who I'm supposed to like or dislike or side with or anything. So like, I didn't even have that because everyone kind of sucked and yeah, like I obviously like logical choices and stuff are never like a big thing in horror movies, which I'm fine with, but it just, yeah, it was so confusing. (laughs) And weird and just, and it had an ending exactly like a movie we also watched recently that I can't, I could not for the life of me think of when, after I watched it, where it's like, you'll always think whatever, but yeah, didn't like this one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Not a fan. (laughs) Surprisingly, I didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Definitely didn't love it. But liked it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but does this not feel like a Guillermo del Toro Presents movie? Um, I kind of see that angle, I but get where you're coming I haven't from, seen no. enough of those <laughs> to really make that comparison. Like, it feels like... Like, I couldn't separate, like... Like I could separate his directed movies, but like the Guillermo. Yeah, it's definitely not a Guillermo del Toro movie, but like scary stories to tell in the dark. I haven't seen some of those other like um, what was the Mama? Mama, I haven't seen that. Like I've I've seen seen a lot of. of, Yeah, I think I've only seen scary (laughs) stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, I haven't seen seen Mama. Mama, I saw that. Um, I, I I've seen bits and pieces of Cabinet of Curiosities, which I watched many movies. Yep. So it feels like a in the Guillermo del Toro, like I feel like he could, this would be a movie that he would put his stamp on and be like, yeah. Well, interestingly enough, we should mention that it was produced by two pretty big names, Seth uh, Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Really? Who did, um, yeah, that's weird as hell. Like Super why? And some other things. And, um, well, I'll save it for my thoughts, but I'm just throwing that out there now. <laughs> yeah. Um, lots of other producers on it, but like when, when they were attached, that's kind of what they used to advertise it. Okay. So I guess I didn't, I mean, I didn't know a single thing about this movie. Yeah. Like you just said that, Oh, this is here and sure. <laughs> sounds good. Um, but yeah, I actually didn't hate it. I think if you can buy into the style of it, I think it's, it's got a, it's got an interesting style. It's, it's almost like, campy and but not like overly campy like i get where I you're like coming it, from with that i like feel like it knew what it was and it and it didn't i don't think it kind of it left its lane like fr- from the very beginning to the end i th- don't think it felt like a cohesive script rather than like having a movie that has like three or four writers on it where it kind of feels like bits and pieces were written by each writer it kinda, definitely felt like a, a complete idea um, I, I did kind of like the ending actually, 
Um, yeah, it's like like you said, it was corny or tropey or like you, whatever you had seen it before, obviously. But um, I actually kind of enjoyed enjoyed the end um, quite a bit, uh, and I like the uh, the look of said person or oh okay the design or whatever yeah okay i kind of liked the i mean i guess it's not really a spoiler maybe it is uh i mean this is he got a huge spoiler of it in it unless you i I would say the details are spoiler but like over in general it's not because she's literally on like the cover like the poster is (laughs) her but like the details of that i would say are spoiler okay well the character design of her, uh-huh. I thought it was pretty cool. And like when they, when she like scurried across the walls and like you uh-huh. could only see hair, <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. Like it was corny very much so. And it was almost like comical, but it also like, Ooh. like I said, it felt like it belonged in this small little world that we lived in for a small amount of time. Kind of weird that they released this in July. <laughs> Or no, August October because it's like so it's heavy handed in the <laughs> yeah. Halloween. Well, realm. there's like a huge literally plot that's a huge plot. Yeah. 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 Oh, also, <laughs> I forget the name of the town, but rip off a hat. Well, field it's completely there's. Yeah, there's actually a lot of homages to other yeah. horror movies. Sure. So I, I mean, feel like that's intentional. The ring. Yeah. Is there's a, a there's one. a shining homage. There's the like a lot of kind of uh, things. Um, yeah. The Halloween. Yep. There's. Yeah. There's a definitely lot <laughs> a lot of that, but yeah. Um, overall, like I said, I didn't hate it. Definitely never probably won't ever visit this. Like there's no really reason to, but the, the little, and it's, I mean, it's 80 minutes. Like who, even, even as bad as it can be oh, like 120, it's, it's 80 minutes. And <laughs> I thought it flew by. Like I looked, I paused it to go pee and it was like already half over. I was pleasantly surprised that it flew as quickly as it did. <clears throat> All right, put your tinfoil hats on. <laughs> Josh, is this in is your thoughts on this any way influenced by the fact that you missed out on Jacob's rental window and you had to buy it yourself? <laughs> Absolutely not. Because <laughs> I you sure about that? You sure about that? Because this movie <laughs> I completely forgot that I is had not. To rent it complete dog shit like i get where you're coming from but I, i'm you, with jacob on you guys this. have I think to realize bad. i've seen probably twice as many horror movies as you guys have yeah you have yeah seen but more they're all equal they're all bad they're all just yeah. different levels of bad yeah like i can see what you're I saying mean, where it doesn't look there it doesn't look i'm not moving it terrible <laughs> um and it does there are parts of it like, like i feel like it was gonna go i felt like it was going to go to a territory especially and maybe knowing the producers kind of like had that influence on me where i thought they were going to go like extreme over the top and it didn't really go there i felt like it had foot a foot in each camp of like wanting to be a serious horror movie that deals with like uh family ties you never turn your back on family and like trauma and then another side that was like okay this is like campy and stupid and if you think about it for 10 seconds it falls apart yeah, like, like it's it's a what fucking you could close your eyes and like I don't even know why I paused it to go pee. Like I could have <laughs> just let, kept it running. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. just like it, it doesn't 
trying to do both like doesn't make it fun or interesting. Here's, or here's my thing. It's like when you're going on a road, as long as you're staying between the mustard and the mayo, why does it matter where you're <laughs> uh, where, where, how, how far over you go? As long as okay, you like mustard and the mayo. Oh my god. You Another good example is I have never heard that before. Another good example, uh, like the better example, a movie that does that well is Barbarian, where like I the agree. first half is very serious horror, yeah. like more of a tropey horror, and then it goes, it jumps the shark, gets extreme, gets corny, but it's like fun along the way, and that's like a very. I've heard. I saw some comparisons to the this to that, and yeah. I was yeah. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even get where that idea comes from. Well, I, that's what I mean, the problem with this there's one more was. people. If there's more people comparing it to that, there's obviously some reason for that, and I think just the, it's sure. it's how it goes about, you know, laying out the plot and getting to where it's going. I think is kind of similar, but yeah, it just Barbarian does that idea way better. Well, um, yeah. I didn't think the performances or anything exceptional i thought no. actually lizzie kaplan was kind of bad uh wasn't I she did meant like to be though the kid and and anthony star yeah but she's like she's like meant to convey like a creepiness like this as like a creepy aspect to her and like when she does it it's just i'm like cringing watching her yeah like like oh, anthony star did it much better yeah, uh, and like he, I know he's obviously had time to do boys like, guy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he was playing like is, he's the same character basically. Yeah, exactly. He's like this role was made for him because of his stuff from the boys. But um, yeah, performance wise, the, uh, the kid was actually okay. Anthony Starr was good, and then uh, Leslie Kaplan was kind of bad. And then um, our teacher was yeah, the teacher was fine, mid, serviceable. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, really, I think, I think the majority of this just comes down to like writing and plot and like, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And if it was, if it would have gone crazier and different then I guess I would have been okay with that, but I don't really think it goes in that direction here. Here's the reason, main reason why I think that it kind of knew what it was because I definitely we, think it knows what it is, but it doesn't do yeah. it well. Well, it didn't. Dive just because you know, you can still be yeah, bad. Being self-aware doesn't. Just because like you know you did bad on the test doesn't make the test passable. Right. <laughs> yeah, but here's my argument: is like I'm. I appreciate that it didn't try to dive too deep into what happened. Like it was kind of very surface level ish, and it just kind of laid it out there and. Your use, the hand is shown. Like they what happened? It, I guess you need to be more specific. Like it didn't dive. I'm like pretty much done with my general thoughts. If you want to get into spoilers from here, yeah, we can go. Like go for yeah, it. Yeah. So, are you talking about like her birth? Like what happened? Because like that was yeah. dumb. Clearly, <laughs> she was born like a monster yeah. or something. And yeah, she was born looking like that. Right. And is this well, not just looking like that? Like not, she literally has superpowers. Yeah, like. this movie. There has to be a paranormal or supernatural aspect to this because if she was just born with a deformity, you can't malnourish a child and lock them away and then have. And them, then they have, have super strength. strength. And, yeah, <laughs> like it's not how it works. Sure. So there is. There has to be something. But that's what I'm saying. Is she the just movie said doesn't born this way? Okay, which is fine. It. Yeah, I can accept that. They didn't say that. She was born with superpowers, or that she was. Well, born. you have to assume that kind of logically. Have, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, which is fine. It showed its hand, and you, it said, "Here, I have pachydesis." And 
Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to like, just like the plot, which like, if she, if she has these abilities, powers, whatever you want to call it, why would moving her from like a bottomless pit cage to inside of a walls where there's like, she should be able to like break through which they broke. Yeah. Which they broke so easily. Why would would moving, (laughs) why would them moving her to there be safer than like, I don't know, just so stupid. Yeah, like they have this super safe locked door, but like the wall has a hole in it already. Like, <laughs> yeah, why would you? Why would you put her it's in drywall? She can't just like break through it. That's, that was dumb. Well, wasn't she in the? Where was? Where did the? They, where they, did the pit come into play? He talks about it like he's like, oh, we had her here at one point, and then we moved her here, and then like we had to move her to like the walls or something. And I'm like, wait, you moved her like to a less secure location yeah. each time. You so had her in that a makes pit. No I had sense. a locked fucking yeah. door. <laughs> Which I love that, like, not the idea of that, but like there's one image that I love from that. Where he looks down in the pit and he sees like the bear with the teeth or whatever, but you can't tell what it is at first. Yeah. And then it comes back and is like totally pointless. And <laughs> I love it's nothing scene. to the plot. I just love the image of when he first looks down and sees that. Because you're left wondering for the next 45 minutes what what yeah <laughs> what what is yeah it? I like the when they show him in the pit and it's like I'm normally lo- lo- like deep mm-hmm. and uh, you you just see her hair just whoo, fall down <laughs> yeah I love the look of that it, yeah. I thought it had some like kind yeah of I didn't cool think that looked bad at times yeah there's the redeeming moments in it I don't actually think we're gonna be like super far apart or anything crazy. It's just like, I definitely think this is well below average and well below average as good. a film or well below average as a horror film. As a film. Okay. Film. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what I rate every movie on because they're uh, all films. I think, yes, I mean, it's a moving. <laughs> no. It's what? Fluid. What? Okay. What I hate the most is like, who? I don't know. Like a lot of horror movies. It was a seltzer. <laughs> That is we could, not the same. Yeah, you have drinks. No, you're talking about Kyle. now. You're talking about beer and TV. That's no, the, that's have, a better comparison. We have T- seltzers or TV. We have drinks. No, we no. Have alcoholic <laughs> drinks. Alcoholic drinks. Okay, so every spirit, every liquor, every do you, seltzer. Do you compare? Do you compare Wine. a uh, Goza the yes. exact same way you rate uh, a style. imperial style? Yeah. No, because we have <laughs> talked about this and how. <laughs> Is it true I do to style or is it not true to style? Yeah. You have a fluid thing of like, I do yes, see this, is a, this is a good I know, IPA, I know we've said that. I know. But it's a bad, <laughs> like, yeah, it's a good IPA, but it, it's a bad sour if it's a sour IPA. But uh, this could be a horror film. This, it could be a bad film, but for horror, it's okay. bad. But where I think this like fails a lot is like, okay, most horror films that are just like, I mean, even The Grudge. I love The Grudge, but it's not like an amazing film, right? Yeah, you love The Grudge 28. The original. Hell no. That's you love the remake. Hell no. Especially one of the worst things ever made. But (laughs) I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but it's spelled somewhere. So it's like Italian or something. Yeah, it's it's E S C E or something. Like you're supposed to really like side with the main character or like feel something for them, and that gives you like wanting them to kind of make it right. Like if you think of slashers, anything, but like, let's say you're watching a slasher movie, but like the main person, which, well, this, actually I have a great comparison. You know, uh, what's it with the blind guy? What's that called? I always forget the name. Don't breathe. Don't breathe too. 
Right. Radio's not blind. He's just he's just special needs. But like, don't breathe too. Right. He's like a fucking terrible rapist, like asshole. How am I? And it's trying to make me feel for him. Like, that's fucking stupid. Like, that's what I feel about this. It's like the kid is fucking terrible. And then it's like, oh, are we supposed to? The kid is a kid. Like, okay, but he fucking breaks the arm of another kid and shit. Like, he's not a good kid. At any point, did you think, I thought the twist in this movie was going to be like the kid is. He was evil. No, I thought he was going to be Yeah, something. Yeah. It was all in his head. That would have been a good thing. Yeah, me. T- I actually did think that. Like, that's why I thought it was getting good. I got excited for a second because I'm like, oh, like he's just hearing this voice. It's not actually a person behind the wall. And then he's being told these things that like the parents are evil, but they're actually not evil. He's just seeing them that and way. I'm like, like this is getting parent, pretty good. Like, kill your family members. That's something yeah, that, like, exactly. Actually, go but then, and like when the parents were actually saying that, like they were actually telling the truth. And when he's digging up the fucking skull and the pumpkin <laughs> thing, like which also like what did they actually like? What happened there? Which no, but, that's a, that was that the, reminds me too of like just them having like a whole ass pumpkin, pumpkin patch, patch yeah. as their yard. Like who does that? <laughs> <laughs> but like, and then it just threw that away. And then I'm like, okay, I don't care about this kid. He's just an idiot. And like. Yeah, he's being told what to do, but if I'm told to like fucking break a kid, push a kid downstairs, I'm not gonna do it. I just don't know. He's obviously then, a like, broken child. And right? then at one point we're supposed to like feel something for the parents because like they're just they actually do love him and do care for him and they hated her. So like we're supposed to feel that like they do actually love him, but like well, they treat him like shit. They like chained him up at one point. Like they're terrible too. And then I like who what are who are the good people in this? I just don't know. The, the teacher. teacher. But the teacher <laughs> didn't do shit for so much of it. Like, I don't know. What was she supposed to do? Her hands were tied. She could have done more. Yeah, I, I mean like, they do like some like, you know, red tape bullshit to try to get around that of yeah. like her not she being. She could have at least done a wellness and... check, like called the cops, do a wellness check on the kid. Like No, too much lo- you're applying too much logic to this movie now. <laughs> Well, she didn't have much evidence. It doesn't. You don't need evidence to do a well check. Like you're not going to get in trouble for that. And the kid called her at one point, and she like doesn't really do anything. She drives over. Eventually, and then eventually, immediately gives up, and then doesn't call the cops, even though they're being weird as fuck. She does stuff. It was just like it just started falling apart. And Jacob, there's no logic in this. And movie, so like the monster, the like if we're getting to the monster, like I'm also not on the side of like needing to sympathize or like needing to be on the side. But I do of, feel like that's somebody in every movie because there's not a lot of horror movies. Yeah, there are a lot of movies you, that don't have like any characters that you want to like be on their side, and I don't discredit them for that but and anyway. if we're talking about the monster itself like it was literally just in like fast forward it looked so bad oh the effects like, it yeah. literally looked like they just sped it up like everything moved quicker gonna... it wasn't just the monster that moved quick like everything sped up so i'm like well, is this intentionally meant to look bad or like well not only that but like the look of her too like i didn't think it was that interesting or even like unsettling. I thought it was going to be worse when they actually showed it. Like it kind of looked like cartoony. She, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, when I saw it, when they did that like reveal of like, I don't know, she has like a almost like elongated face with like some yeah. sharp teeth. 
I don't know. It just looked not as horrific or like creepy as I would have imagined her to be. Yeah. What was in my head was much worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'll look at my notes. You guys can keep going if you need. <clears throat> uh, no, I don't really need to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could talk about the inconsistency. Like, we're talking about, like, it's just a kid. He was smart enough, smart enough to, like, come with up with an immediate, like, excuse for the pumpkin patch where he's digging and the parent sees him digging. Which, did they actually kill the other kid or did she kill the other kid? I no, it, it's, it, it says, like, I think she did or that. They like she like found her and then they killed her because I, I can't don't remember, remember what honestly. But either way, he immediately like dug about like recovered it and came up with an excuse. I j- if I can't have Halloween, then I just want to pop jack o' lantern. And then like later, when she's chasing him to the room, when he goes to like stand and cover the hole, like obviously she's gonna look at this giant hole in the wall if you're standing next to it. Like, why didn't he, like, sit in front of it or, like, stand on the other side of the room? It was like he was trying to go over there to, like, stand next to it so she would look over and see that he's digging a hole in the wall to this sister that they don't want him to know about. Yeah, which is another thing. If they're trying to hide her existence, then also why why put her in a place where she can, where she can <laughs> where she, like Just even if they thought she wouldn't be able to like talk to him can't she knock on the wall and yeah, hear it? No, they, just, they just constantly do laundry <laughs> <laughs> yeah the loudest washing machine in the world and all their appliances are from the 70s yeah well it looks yeah. like Bates Motel if you ever watch that show yeah uh, there are some like there's a lot of like production design elements in this movie that are just like weird. bad, yeah, and weird. <laughs> like the the the, pumpkins, the pumpkins that the kids painted, <laughs> they're like eight years old. They're supposed to be eight years old, and they all look like professionally painted uh, pumpkins. Yeah, oh, it's so dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have too much else. We can talk about the end. End. I I like the insinuation of the end, but. It also like doesn't make much sense that if she is locked where she is, then like how would she get out if like she can't get through? If she couldn't get out wallet. before, <laughs> and <laughs> if he like actually like if the parents were dead or whatever, and this was just like like the whole like look over your shoulder for the rest of your life thing. That's like that is a that's a theme in a lot of movies, but. Like it just doesn't make much sense if we're to buy into this movie's like premise and what it's everything that it's told us up to this point. It doesn't. I'm not like, I'm not believing that that's going to be a worry. Yeah, I that mean maybe to an eight year something. old, but right. Yeah, but like she's locked where she's at. Uh, you know the parents are dead. Something is going to happen to this house eventually, and like Tablet she would either two. be found or. I mean, I don't, probably should have killed her at that point. If yeah, I would have sparked that fucking house up. And said, <laughs> yeah, hey. like, why not just, like, throw some oil down there and, like, a match or something? I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, like, fill it up with gas. 
or cement, like fill it with cement. Like, I don't know. Something. I mean, then it would turn like an eight year old into a murderer. And then I don't know. He already, I mean, he already is like did. a murderer. <laughs> okay. he, yeah, <laughs> he is a murderer. Good That's point. why I don't, I don't like him even as a character. Okay. Well, this movie makes no fucking sense. Then. Yeah. yeah. I need Cobweb too. I need them to team up and just start killing. He can't people. murder somebody who murders people, but he can murder his parents who didn't. Like, yeah. I don't know. Easy. Yeah, Jacob. Childhood <laughs> trauma is real. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um okay, yeah. I there's nothing else in my notes that we didn't really touch on besides uh I will say like the reason for <laughs> they don't really give a reason why he gets bullied so much and like I just find that to be such a stupid trope in movies like why why a certain group of kids would be like so mean to yeah. some random kid for no reason. And then the older cousins are just gonna beat him with a baseball bat. Yeah, right. Like gonna go in. Yeah, that was a weird thing too. Know. I'm like, why are his cousins fucking just doing that to him? Like And they're just breaking shit with bats and I did kind of like the the animal masks. Yeah. Like just like the look of it. Yeah. But... I mean, it was very uh <laughs> not Purge. them. What's the Mask. Purge. Um, no. Oh, no, you're talking about they. Uh, we just talked uh, about it earlier. No, no, no. No. Uh, one of the animal masks. Oh, my uh, God. That, what is the name <laughs> of it? Oh, you're next. You're next. You're next. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, add one guard, baby. I was thinking oh. them. I'm yeah. like, it's exactly like them, but what is it? <laughs> them. Your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your. Next. Yes. <laughs> them next. <laughs> now you're thinking of they slash them. Yeah. They're Kevin yeah. Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Yeah. Show. <laughs> no, it's a movie, I think. Oh. But yeah, the animal mask or uh the other movie we just watched with um Skarsgard. But didn't they wear oh, no no, pool? they just wore weird ass masks. Do you remember oh, yeah, the movie pool. titles, Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> I I I mean I had this headless gourds man. It's oh yeah, you up. guys are both almost done. It's like fourteen percent. I already finished that <laughs> 13. like ten 21. minutes ago. Jacob, not fourteen, idiot. Oh, Jacob's ready to move on then. All right, we better wrap it up so Jacob can get to his. You next are beer. too. I know, but I'm saying for Jacob's. Purpose. Yeah, I finished it a while ago. All right, let's um slap a rating on her then. What are you gonna give Cobweb out of uh, five stars? I'm going to give it a two. I'm giving it a two point five. I'm a 1.5. So we're not that far apart. We're not that far apart, like I said. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I I knew you were a 2.5 when, it's you, a 2. when 5 you started. Movie, yeah. I knew you were. Yeah, because I said I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It's Yeah. It's as average as I'm it glad <laughs> you had fun with it, all right? Yeah, I didn't hate it. Kind of a shitty title, though, like Cobweb. Yeah, like, what, is it called Cobweb just because she's in the wall? And then there's like the spider imagery. Yeah, she has spiders in her hair. Through, well, in like the the whole like, oh, we need to save this that scene. Where she's like, you know, he gets scared by the spider, and they she's like, oh, we gotta release oh, it yeah, into yeah. the wild. Don't kill it. Yeah, he's, <laughs> there's some foreshadowing there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on to our next beer here. Jacob wants. Oh yeah, to- I gotta go grab mine. Oh, he, it's been dying to talk about it. He doesn't even have it ready. It's gotta be cold. What was I gonna do? So let's revisit this beer. We okay. said we were gonna. What did I don't you... really think mine is. My temperature has changed much, so I'm like in the same place. Yeah. I mean, I gave it a four two five. Yeah, you guys were huge on it. I really like it. I would I, drink it I again. I figured you would. I had. A good I would feeling. drink it in the fall, which is when it comes out. So hopefully they keep it seasonal. You could be like, oh, is this better or worse than yeah. last year? You know. Oh yeah, that would be that would be sweet. 
Okay, no, that wasn't like a metal. It just says they're barely serious. I was wondering. Well, they put. The I was wondering if they put least. it in. Um, yeah. I was wondering if they had put it in any awards things or competitions. I don't know. All right, I'm back. All right, Jacob, you were dying to talk about this beer. You said it's perfect tie-in for the nuns, so let's hear it's it. It's so we, perfect. What is it? So I'm going to be drinking Holy Chimay Sanson, which is a Trappist beer. Wow. So it's made in an abbey. Come on. It's perfect for the nun. It's made by fucking... Oh, my God, that is perfect. Yeah, religious people. Like this did, is literally instantly, the biggest tie in. I did instantly think about that when they were um when they went there and they're like oh, the mo- these, wine the were always drunk. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, hell yeah. Like I'm drinking yeah, a beer that's it. actually made by monks. Come on. Uh okay, I don't know if it's perfect. I mean, you could get literally any <laughs> any uh Trappist beer and say it's perfect. True, but there's not that many. <laughs> Just, well, I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's not like as widespread as I don't know, fucking any other ale. But any Trappist beer would fall under the into that category. <laughs> and it's fucking bomber too. I wish I could share this. Oh my god! Guys. So, Kyle, <laughs> do you want to go with the one I think you'll love more, or the one they think you'll love less? Wait, have I had? I haven't had either These are of those. The two you haven't had. Oh, okay. I don't care which one. Then I'll probably drink both of them. Okay. Which one? Give me the. Uh, you- give me the best segue into. And I haven't had this one before. And also, I, I have a glass that is specifically for Trappist Belgian beer. So, wow, try it. You're welcome. Which I actually, I think you, I got you that same glass. Right? Oh, wait, are you got it for me? Yeah, sure. There you go. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Flip flop that. I was going to say, I, yeah, you told me I'm that. Welcome. Uh, you told me about it, or like, you're like, oh, yeah, I have like the same thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah no, I know you like. Belgians. Love, love my Belgians. Okay. I haven't so had this one, uh, so. Shima, uh, what's the, let me, I want to look it up here so I can see what you're, exactly what you're drinking. Ooh, From, it's, it's a Belgian triple? No, yeah, it is. <laughs> Shimei Sing, Sing Shantz? Sing Song, Song. Song, Song. <laughs> song, Song. Just <laughs> check it in so I can look at it. It's five cents. <laughs> I was gonna okay. say sunk is five. I know that. Sank, white. I mean, in parentheses, white. Yeah, it's a white. Okay, Belgian. I drink. mean, a white label. I think I'm on yeah. It. So yeah, yeah, Chimay, eight percent. Which yeah. we had their one beer that was like seventeen years old that you gave us. Yeah, yeah. This is brewed by the monks of Chimay. Look at that. Of Scormont. Abbey in 1966. <clears throat> uh, about 10 so years good. after this movie takes place. So not the perfect time, Jacob. I hate to say it. <laughs> not fail. Damn it. <laughs> you got anything else? Um, do you want me, should I say what I'm drinking? And then, and then we can taste them together. Jacob? I mean... Okay. There's not much there. It doesn't say anything. So I'm like, this beer with its typical golden color, slightly hazy appearance and fine head is especially characterized by its aroma, which results from an agreeable combination of fresh hops and yeast. It was first brewed by the monks of Chimay at Scormont Abbey in 1966. 
Above all, it is the fruity notes of muscat and raisins that give this beer a particularly attractive aroma. And it's 8%, 38 IBUs. Sonk Saint. All right. Sonk Saint. Well, I'm moving on to Dark of the Moon, which is from that Elysian uh, fall pack or the pumpkin pack, whatever you want to call it. Pumpkin so it's pack. a pumpkin stout. So this is a pumpkin beer, an actual pumpkin beer. Yes. It says spookily smooth and chocolatey, a perennial favorite and 2010 silver medalist in the Great American Beer Festival field beer category. Dark of the Moon is brewed with Great Western Pale, crisp, 77-degree crystal Munich, Caraviene roasted chocolate, and special bee malts. With roasted pumpkin seeds in the mash, pumpkin in the mash, kettle and fermenter, bittered with magnum and finished with saz and crushed cinnamon. Mouthful. Josh loves this thing. So, so does everyone else. I'm expecting great things. I love it. I don't know about love. Travis gave it, or Travis gave it four and a half. Matt gave it a four. four. Haley gave it a three, seven, five. Come on. Will it be that good? It's delicious. I think it's better. Hey, you know than what? That's pretty high for Travis for a stout. That's not 12%. So I think it's better than. Warlock, which is saying a lot because I like Warlock quite a bit. Mm. All right. Jacob loves Warlock. Yeah. Jacob, have you tried your. I was waiting for you guys. Oh, okay. I don't have a new beer yet. I've moved on. I don't have a new beer. Josh is still on uh, Headless Gordsman. What's that? Are you drinking that? I was going to drink the. Yeah. From last week or whatever. Wait, what is it? It's the, the ghost. Uh, ghost of the Laboratory. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, we drank that last week. Okay. Yeah. But you've never had it, right? Yeah, we reviewed it, Kyle. I bought this because you bought the four-pack, and I had to buy the same thing. Remember you sent me like mm. three different cans? Yep. Okay. We recorded it remotely. But you can't do... Okay, cause, because you can't do single cans. Right. So you have more... I, okay. I had to buy a four-pack, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Kyle, you would... <laughs> It's been, been a, a while. It wasn't like <laughs> super long. I'm just saying. Kyle's fucking brain is pickled. Well, <laughs> okay. Sometimes, like, also, we haven't we haven't had the same beers for a while, all three of us. Plus, like, we did that remotely, so right. I didn't drink it with you. Correct. That's a big In part person. of why I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah. It's true. I'm just beer, saying. Beer is a lot, as just as much taste as it experience. It, exactly. For sure. All right. Go ahead, Jacob. You would definitely like this one, Kyle. It's not. Uh, what's that? What's our gold standard? The one from Unibrew. Don de Do. Oh, Don yeah. de Do. Don de Do. Don de Do. I bought. It's not Don de Do. I haven't had it. I haven't had it since we had it on the show. And I was Did like, I need again? to buy. No, I don't. I haven't oh. tried it yet. I'm interested to see. Waiting for a special if occasion. It if it stays that. a five. Yeah. Oh, me too. I'm hyped though. <laughs> yeah, yes. this isn't Don de Do, but it is. Yeah, it's exactly a Belgian like saying Lafendema, which very is clovey, bananae, fruity. Yeah, it's super clean tasting, not to too boozy. Yeah, this is like really good. It's Triple I mean it has a three point like seven one, two hundred and eighty. For 000. Belgians, <laughs> it's like the perfect taste. 
like double is good, triple is the best, and then quadruple can be like too much sometimes. Too malty. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this says two hundred and twenty seven point seven thousand and it's at a three point seven four. So yeah, it's a little bit higher than that for me, but it it's yeah, it's really good. What two point seven five or three point seven (laughs) five? Three no, I'm gonna give it a four, I think. (laughs) I'm a little bit higher. Uh, 3.75. All right. Well, I'm not going to kill myself to find it then if it's a four, but come back, come back at me when you got a five banger. I don't know. It's hard to judge. I need to have it. I need to get done. Did you and next to it again and <laughs> like judge it. So we had Shimei blue, right? Yeah. On the, sh- on the, I mean, I have had they, a lot of the Shimei, pretty skews, much all yeah. of them. I've had Shimei premiere green. It might be a 4.25. Let me let me let it warm up a bit. I like Belgians a little warmer. Here's the thing. Warmer. 2022 version of this was a 3.82. Mm. I'm just saying, I'm just kidding. That that wasn't a, a year specific and this is just the generalized one, so I guess it's of course it's going to be lower. Where are you at on that one, Kyle? I was letting Jacob finish. Jacob, oh. anything else on that beer? No. It's really good. Okay, you could try it. All right, so Darko the Moon, I, it's labeled as a pumpkin yam beer. I'd probably would just label it as a stout instead, with like hints of pumpkin, which I'm not really getting. It is very roasty and chocolatey, mm-hmm. specifically dark chocolate. Is it spookily smooth and chocolatey? Yeah, it is spookily chocolatey. Um, yeah, I don't really get the pumpkin coming through yet. Um, maybe it needs to warm up a little bit. I don't know. It is one that needs to warm up, I think, personally. I'll try to let that, let it warm up a little bit. But, um, I mean, yeah, I could get like the seed, like pumpkin seed, that earthy, roasty, roasty taste to it. Um, but like, pumpkin is like so like such a specific flavor like that pumpkin filling is i'm not getting from it yet have you had pumpkin puree by itself pumpkin puree by itself have you ever eaten pumpkin just pumpkin um like what you're thinking no your mind is saying pumpkin spice no like if you're eating pumpkin pie it's it's no i've had i've had like pumpkin filling like from like a, he's like I love pumpkin like pie and like pumpkin <laughs> yeah, like, like pumpkin like puree, pumpkin it's filling is that yeah. puree? Yeah. Okay. Well, like it's puree, like flavor, I imagine like fa- to be a liquid, flavorless. and like pumpkin filling, I imagine to be a, a solid that is no like a puree made from is pumpkin, like a sh- like a shake or like a I know I'm saying pumpkin baby okay, food like but okay so like when you go to the store there's like cans and one would be like apple pie filling or like whatever filling and one would say pumpkin filling. And it's solid. It's not liquid. It's solid. But like that's I've yeah, had that before. By all itself. they do is puree, whatever it is. Okay, but it's not a liquid, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but not all purees are liquids. <laughs> we actually we just I just talked about this with somebody. Puree, like in my mind, puree is was always like an artificial flavoring or whatever. Puree is like literally just like the whipped is a of a fruit, like an like a real fruit though. Yeah. So like it could still be, it could be called puree, but it could be real fruit. 
Well, if a pumpkin is... Is a fruit, sure. Fruit. Seed, yeah. What I'm saying is... Okay, the point is what I'm saying is I've had... Whatever is labeled as pumpkin filling, I've had that. Was it flavored? I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> like pumpkin puree, pumpkin in a can, just pure pumpkin, is very, pretty flavorless. It's sure. like... It's... I just literally just tried it. Unsweetened pumpkin is like not doesn't have much to it. Mm-hmm. That's what you had all the spices to it, and that's. But have you taken a bite like, of a pumpkin? Yes, I actually have. I have. That's what people also. need to be doing. <laughs> We've been, yeah. We've people been, need yeah. to eat <laughs> pumpkin yeah. raw. Your PSLs. <laughs> try a pumpkin raw first, and then then come back. I mean. If that, if that, if it's a vegetable, like if it's a fruit or vegetable, or whatever, it's well, it's a gourd. Yeah, <laughs> so it that's a, it's like, a fruit. I would say it's based a fruit. on your standards, Kyle, you have to judge that as a stout and not a pumpkin beer. It's like a squash. Which I would, but it just uh, what I'm saying is I don't get like I'm not getting the pumpkin flavor. Like this literally just tastes like a normal fucking stout to me, but like a good stout. Yeah, like for so. okay, so it's not imperial. It's a normal stout. Yeah, but like it gives me that roasty and chocolatey flavor. And like pumpkin is like the last thing on my mind. Like if I really delve deep, I'd be like, mm, yeah, there's like a little bit of pumpkin seed, like baked, like burnt pumpkin seeds in the mm. oven. That's <laughs> what it reminds me of because it's very roasty. It's got pumpkin seeds in it, Kyle. I know, but I'm saying like, first off on Untapped, it's another pumpkin yam beer, which it's not, it's a stout. And then no, like there's in pumpkin the f- in the mash. So do you call it a pumpkin beer? Do you call yeah. it a stout? It is a stout, though. It's a pumpkin stout. Well, they don't have pumpkin stout as an option. So if you had to choose, be label pumpkin. it pumpkin or, or stout, what be- would you choose? I would choose pumpkin because it's pumpkin use. Because you yeah. can't say this is just as generic stout. Okay, well, I'm saying taste-wise, like flavor-wise, like it is a, a stout to Yeah, me. like a peanut butter porter is still... I guess there's no peanut butter. There's no peanut butter ales. Like, so that's a bad comparison. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. There's not other like I'm trying to think of another category that you could. <laughs> I don't know if there to. is one besides yeah. like what 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 other category would take the flavor and say like this is its own category. This is a lemon beer or a lemon well, <laughs> like what other uh, you would have I would have to think of like what other styles can you even do that with like like um what other. St- you can't you're not gonna make a beer out of lemons. You can't do it. Like you can't throw them into a into a mash and call it a lemon beer. Okay. I mean I get where you're going with so it. So pumpkin but beer is like it's is a style. Maybe it's a it's, what, it might no, be a what, hallmark style. What would you point. what wouldn't you throw like what flavors would you use that you wouldn't put in to a mash? I'm just saying like a beer that pumpkin, uses pumpkin is a, it's your favorite. Style. What's um mango? Or wait, what was it? What were we talking about? What? It's one of those stone fruits. Your favorite? <laughs> oh, guava. Guava. We don't know what stone fruits. Oh, are guava in the show. show. You typically you throw guava like in the fermenter, or dose the keg with it, or because it's like a delicate flavor. Like pumpkin, you can throw right in from the very beginning into the boil. I've I made a pumpkin beer at Grand River, mm-hmm. and you we threw whole ass roasted pumpkin in with the grain, like from the very beginning. Most most beers you don't do it until 
you throw it into the whirlpool, you throw it into the fermenter, you throw it into the bright, you throw it dose the keg directly. A lot of those flavors that we taste are, are after the beer's already brewed, then they add the flavors. Pumpkin you can okay. throw from step one to the very end, and that's I think that's why it becomes its own style because it is brewed specifically one way. You right, can't like right. make. I mean, you can, but typically pumpkin beers are like well, that's why this. So that's maybe why that's Headless why Sportsman, Headless Sportsman would be a pumpkin didn't beer. They did call it a oh. pumpkin beer because they added spices after it was made. Right. Or they could have added it during the whirlpool or like the fermentation or whatever, but they weren't throwing pumpkin directly into the mash because there's no pumpkin actually in. But you Headless could throw right, so you could throw, you could throw a pumpkin in the mash, and it would be a pumpkin beer. And then whatever else you do to it after that, you could end up losing that. Yeah, exactly. But it's pumpkin brewed flavor. But it is initially brewed with as pumpkin. Yeah. a pumpkin. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Like you can't throw lemons into a mash. You can't. Okay. Yeah. And then, so there's never going to be like a lemon beer. <laughs> right. Like a yeah. So pumpkin ales are their own subcategory. I mean, I'm assuming you could probably do it with other gourds or. Th- vegetables like zucchini beers i'm sure there's yeah so let's get a zucchini let's get a <laughs> i don't know how much flavor beer. let's yeah. get a squash beer i mean basically the same thing <laughs> i mean aren't, aren't squashes gourds yeah well yeah but i'm saying like it's like lemon and lime <laughs> yeah but they're, they're both such i am so lost on this conversation you guys are like going here, <laughs> yeah we, if you were sitting next to us you would be here I, hand, I would. Be. There's hand motions. There's. Point. My brain is pickled in 13.1% plus monk beers. So. Goodbye! Ta- you guys are talking about gourds and shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I I'm here it. for it. I just. I don't have a I lot mean, of I mean, long add. way to say. <laughs> don't taste the pumpkin in this. To me, it just tastes like a normal stout. But. Sure, if they use pumpkin in the mash, technically it would be a pumpkin beer. Pump yam. How is it as a beer? Um, like as a stout that's yeah. under seven percent, very good. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, full bodied. Yeah, exactly. Full it's like great beer. It's not thin. It, you get the roastiness, chocolatiness. Very much tastes like a stout. Like yeah, it's a good beer. Very solid. Is it a, better cause, cause than you know, Warlock? People, now that they've had like all of these crazy stouts are out there and whatever you know. Uh, you would want to avoid, or you would avoid things like you know stouts like this. But I think it's um, yeah, I think it's good for what it is. Don't take that out of context when we're talking about movies. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like it better than Warlock? Uh, I need to drink another Warlock. I haven't had it since last year. We can judge it by strictly off of. I mean, I would say it's, what you rated it. Last well, I would say it's better than Warlock. My my last warlock, warlock was a probably a th- yeah okay it well, seems low <laughs> no 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 that's a three point nine five average you gave it a three it okay a Jacob four. what I'm not a fucking sheeple <laughs> I have my own mind I I even think it's better than the warlock I also haven't had a warlock better than warlock week, but I want to try that then <laughs> it's amazing and I'm sure you can get it it's a lesion I mean they they they. If they're in Michigan, they're in Virginia because it goes by east and west of the Mississippi. I got this as a part of a 
pack. So look for that. The 12 pack is, and every beer is worth it. Trust me. What is yeah. it? There's four different flavors. It's the Elysian pumpkin pack. So they got yep. Night Owl, which is like their standard. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Then I almost got that because I was wondering if you, it. yeah, then they I, have the totally, great, I can the get that the or something. convenience store next to us. What's the, what's Imperial, the one that? Great Imperial, you drink. Okay. That's the one you drink. Well, where's the I had, specific I had Night Owl oh, and that one, just and then there's that. Darko Moon, and what's the other one that I have Punkachino. Punkachino. That's go. the one I what's the What's the actual name of this one, though? <laughs> dark Side, oh, Dark Side, Dark, dark, dark O the Moon. Dark. Anyway, yeah, it's got Dark of the Moon, Night Owl, Great Imperial Pumpkin or Great Pumpkin Imperial, and yep. Punkachino. Yeah. Which is, their Night Owl is just their standard pumpkin beer. They have the pumpkin style. Which, you Jacob, like, I sent you one of those. I sent you a Punkachino type oh, beer. Oh, type beer. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very excited. I, I received both. Travis's and Kyle's package care packs to me. Today. What was that one? Fuck. What was what's the Grand Armory one called? Do you remember? Hell no. I had. I, I, got, slap, I received you know, pumpkins, like fifteen slap, different you know. beers. You ever had that? Nobody's no. checked it in yet. I haven't had you. any of the Sorry, ones you guys sent me. Do you recognize that? Nope. No. But I'm here for it. Where'd you get it? Is it distributed? I haven't had it. Oh. But is it in like you found it at Horror? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sent it to to them. <clears throat> cool, cool. Yeah, All right, I need to go and get you guys a bunch of Virginia beers now. Get us some out. Virginia pumpkin beers and send it to. God no! Just send us. Yeah. Send them to just me send us the bangers. <laughs> yeah, I need to try more first before getting some of the bangers. You ain't working. Yeah. Get the fuck out there! Come on. <laughs> exactly. Well, we got a while. We got a while till we run out of. Um, Especially podcast beers. I mean, we don't we don't need to save them all for the podcast, but we do have yeah. quite a lot now that uh, I'm set. Yeah, we've got some couple. Uh, okay, anything else on these beers? We sh- we need to keep it moving here. So. <laughs> no. All right, let's move on to the Nun Two. Uh, all right, this <laughs> the Nun Two is directed by Michael Chavez. Uh, it is written by Ian Goldberg, Richard Nang. Akila Cooper. It stars Tessa Farmiga, Jonas Bloquette, Storm Reed, and Anna Popplewell. Popplewell. Plot reads 1956, France. A priest is murdered. An evil is spreading. The sequel to the worldwide <laughs> smash hit follows Sister Irene as she once again comes face to face with Valak, the demon nun. Uh, what did you guys think of The Nun 2? So I know we haven't talked about the nun. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, but yeah, I think this is worse. <laughs> and Whoa. spoiler, I didn't love the nun. Um, Two man, this Very was bad. a <laughs> this was a very confused film. I don't like it, honestly it felt like it wasn't even supposed to be horror even like at parts this is a very video game feeling movie to me I'm like oh it's the boss fight <laughs> got to got to use your power ups I don't know it was just like 
I mean, like, I will say I don't think it, like, looked terrible. And again, like, I didn't have a problem with the first one either with, like, acting necessarily. But just the writing (laughs) and direction and plot and, like, I mean, when you're given shit to work with, you're shitty. You didn't love, um, or you didn't dislike Josh's boy? Who's my boy? (laughs) From the first oh, one. Damien, or what's his name? <laughs> yeah. Damien something? Fuck, I can't God, remember God, he's name. fucking so bad. <laughs> he's in Jacob, that's Jacob's boy. He's in The Grudge, too. I know. No wonder I uh, Damien Bashir. Bashir, yeah. He's the best part. God, he's so bad. No, it's just like, I just don't... Like, what is this supposed to be? It's not... It doesn't... Like, I know things aren't scary. Like, we're old now. Like, nothing's scary. <laughs> But, like, you can still build tension and, like, stress and something. And this builds nothing. It is so nonsensical and confusing and terrible to follow. that And, like, the plot of the first one wasn't good. But, like, this is a... I don't know how you make it worse. (laughs) This is so confused. And, yeah, it... Oh, man. I almost fell asleep in the theater watching it. Like, I'm can I I'm just gonna piggyback off that right away because sorry to interrupt, but that's exactly where I wanted to kind of start my interview. So I'm, I forgot about that. I mean, uh, like, go for it. You can just yeah. I don't uh, go for uh, it. Um, this Michael Chavez is killing this entire <laughs> franchise. Like, which he's entire, like directs like most of it now. Right? He just did the third one. He did Conjuring three or three and or Curse four. of La Llorona, which is a, apparently that's a part of the Conjuring no, universe. I did not know they that. just myth busted that. That was just I just saw a thing of saying they officially came out and said that's not part of the Conjuring universe. Oh, I thought it was. It okay. was. I thought it was thought, also. Yeah, but they just came out and said that's not part of the. I just saw that somewhere. So okay, I mean we don't need to get into why. Yeah, but no. Okay, sure. Well, none of the character. There's not even fitting in anything. Anything. Right, it's just Even like from really it's from it, some of the same people. Yes, the producers. I mean, so the they nine does directly in. tie into okay. the universe, though. Correct. Literally, the yes, end the of the does. Yes, yeah, the does. Yes. Um. Yeah. So this Mike, like he had the devil made me do it, or whatever is that what the Conjuring was? The devil made me do it. The yeah. most oh, the third one. one. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's what he Nailed he it. just directed that, and mm-hmm. he this guy. Obviously, he's not writing them, so we can we can't give him all the blame. But his, I mean, like Jacob said, like this why movie, do they keep giving money to do these? <laughs> this like, movie is all, all over the place, and I mean, we have the Conjuring universe still fucking existing, which was is almost, if not worse, than the Insidious universe Marvel. still existing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob yeah. just just wants to hate on Marvel whenever he can. Yeah, that was. Uh, We're Disney ooh. fans now, Jacob. We're Disney fans. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, not scary in literally the slightest. Like I didn't, not for one second. Same as Insidious. Uh, I even thought Cobweb had a little bit more tension than this did. A little bit, not not even, and that was going for completely different. Um, I felt at least. This was not scary at all. I think the main, the best part of um, the nun, the first one, was the score, and this score was very generic. The guy, oh yeah, has you know who d- did. <laughs> he's done a couple of things, and I did look him up in the. He's theater done a lot, but they're like not like shit. I don't think he has any standouts. So right, Marco Beltrami. Yes, yeah, this guy's a job. He's a jobber <laughs> for sure. He's done horror. He's done a little bit of everything. Yeah, like he has like. 
there's some good movies, but yeah, he does a but lot is, of. Is the score the reason why that movie's good? Probably not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but the first one had Kyle's Boy from Nocturnal Animals, which that score was massive, was really good in Nocturnal Animals. The Nun, one glimmering light of the first one was, <laughs> I think, the score. It had like the, mm-hmm. the gang vocals, like the Gregorian chants, and mm-hmm. like the first one at least had the atmosphere of a horror movie it had a very tight um you're pretty much in one area the whole time and that kind of adds to like the claustrophobicness or like the suspensefulness of of a horror movie this one i think even like the powers of yeah, the, the like and you nine don't really, make way more sense and the, like you it blows a load you see the nun like she's your next door neighbor in this movie. all like, the fucking time oh my like you god constantly it's like every dark corner you look at and kyle and i we've explicitly said this for <laughs> years and years we do like movies <laughs> it's better that, like, to not show and like see, like a little movement elude. in the back yeah well you just see like a little movement in the back and you're like oh that yeah, was kind of like you, catch it on, like, yeah. you just, like you, you <laughs> or I mean, just do it once. It. One of my favorite scenes in Hereditary is when she's behind them for like a really long, awkwardly like terrifying time, but like it's not overdone. This has the worst jump scares of like this is the grudge, the new grudge level of jump scares. It's like the most obvious jump scare coming, and they do it every fucking time, I know. just like the yeah. first one. But like this is way worse. Yeah, this one's quite a bit more egregious. It's like, oh, they're just standing there for like 10 seconds. I bet they're going to jump. Oh, there it is. Yeah, you don't have like, you don't have the like anonymity of your threat anymore. Like that's gone out the window. She is just like in every fucking scene that none is. Every other scene, she's standing in the back or moving something or yada, yada, yada. Um, the child actor in this one, horrible. I thought the the girl was the little girl. Yeah, very bad. Um, yeah, see that plot all over the place. This we have Maurice, who is in the first one. I thought he was pretty good. I think that they gave him a little too much in this one, and that's what I felt. His acting too. skills are definitely less than and you can see it that he's not a good actor in this one because he's has much a you much know, larger he was role nominated for a caesar award for most promising actor yeah because of the nun because <laughs> he didn't have to say much in this one they gave him too much to do um i think um uh, the uh, uh vera's sister is not as good as vera taza taza I don't know how to pronounce sure. her fucking name. I think they're both I think overrated. they're both yeah. I think Vera does more with less and I think that Teza's very I would like, say Vera sometimes. is like based on the director more so. I mean like she's good in certain roles, you but you didn't like, see her I don't you know I haven't watched Bates Motel, but I think she's like a very good I've seen one season of that. I think she's very good in Bates Motel. I think she does an extremely I good job. Continue. It was so bad. I hated it. Well, the I first season is tough. Okay. I don't think uh, it's not a great show by any means, but yeah, I think that she does a pretty good job and she's also in The Depotted. Yeah. She's good in that. Yeah. Chaza yeah. She's is, under Martin Scorsese. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's not great. I don't think she's great in The Conjuring. It's but, like, uh, but directors, me, she's she's direct. Direct. <laughs> good directors than, can direct well. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, like I said, the score wasn't very good. Performances weren't good. Uh, I hated like expanding the world. Like why? Like I like like I said, I liked the claustrophobicness of the first one. It kind of was very small feeling, and that helped with it. And this one, you were you're, you they went to fucking France, and then the Pope or whatever shows up. He's like, oh, you're doing this, and she's like, no. He's like, yeah, you are. It's like, what the fuck was is going on in this movie? I mean, I it thought the so soccer ball kicking scene in the beginning, I was literally expecting it to like shoot into the kid's face at one point. I did too. No, I 100%. Reason. Nope. You just get I thought it was going to be blast. like a, like literally like a funny moment where it just like shoots back. He's like, it gets taken out, but it didn't. Nope. You just get a glass yeah. breaking the back and he runs yeah. upstairs and the father goes, he goes, there's somebody here. <laughs> yeah. Very bad. Oh, they happened to build a winery on top of this, which is now a girls' boarding school. It was just <laughs> McGovern at, or whatever the fucking McGuffin. No, it was with the fucking eyes. Oh my god, oh, the, whole, the eyes so was stupid. So bad. We'll get into. Well, we it. didn't need. Yeah, it, the movie feels very unnecessary because even though the nun one sucks also like the bookends to that movie i feel like are very gross but like the way that it ends leads into the conjuring universe better mm-hmm. yeah and this ends is like okay well like why how does it because they because he lives another 10 15 years before like they uh the what's their names in the movies who the warrens the warrens the warrens before the warrens get to him so like He's still possessed at the at when like they get to him. So what's the what is the ending of this? Right. How does that? Yeah, it looks like he wasn't anymore. <laughs> exactly, but he is still possessed. But by he is. like for it to make sense, he still has to be possessed. So like, I thought the ending was like stupid, and, like, and then they didn't even all be yeah. so unnecessary. We'll get into the nitty gritty, but Kyle, go ahead. Oh, like just the the yeah. fucking mom angle. Oh my god. The mom angle. Okay, I'm not sure. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> typical fashion. I'm gonna zig. I'm gonna zig when I'm supposed to zag. Kyle fucking um, loved this thing. No, I didn't love it, but it's the best thing in the Conjuring universe that I've seen. Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> better than Conjuring so- one? Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> you haven't seen Annabelle creation. No, I haven't seen anything from Annabelle. So that's what I said of uh, of what I've seen. This is the best in the Conjuring universe. And I'll tell you why it's better than the Nun 1, which we'll get into the Nun 1 as well. But the Nun 1, I like the beginning and the ending, but the whole middle section of it basically just doing the thing where it's like, oh, and it was all a dream. It's like so fucking stupid and corny to me. Like they just like realize, oh, we were imagining everything the whole time. Like I'm like, because I was so lost. Like you guys say the nun two is like confusing plot wise. I could not follow the nun one at all. I was like, why are like why are oh, we no, here? Why are we in this location? But it was still better. Yeah. I like the setting more and like I like the setup of that movie more. I really like the beginning and the ending, but like this just like as a cohesive film 
was made more sense and there are very dumb oh elements. God. How would this make more sense? <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, I, no I just don't. I'm not Following, I mean, I watched that. it literally like right after the nun one. I so watched it very fluid. Similar. It was very fluid for me to like follow this story from one to two. Do you, okay. So that benefits one more then because one set up your feelings for two. Yeah. Which I mean, they're not, trust me, they're I not far apart at all. I think one is just so much smaller and so much more It is, but you're simple. like, you're, there's nothing like, there is no driving force in one. But they, like, there is there nothing was, going though. on in one. No, no, no. There is nothing happening in yeah, the this one. one what, was the, what was the driving force in this one? I feel like. They're, they they set up, yeah, it's stupid. Finding they set the eyes. up. Yeah, they want the eyes. Like it's dumb and it's fucking stupid, but there is something driving the oh motivations. God, like there are no so motivations, motivations. Number one, there's none. Jacob, do it, do it to him, because I know you watched one re- more recently than I have. But there's a definite. You just, wait, you texted us. You said you're watching the nun one. No, I, I mean, said I've seen it twice already. Literally, so no, you motiv- just saying, you're saying I'm watching the nun. So the part one, I felt nun. like was oh. simple. Like in the theater when you were texting me. Oh my god! I was texting no. Kyle. I thought in you the meant the first theater. one because you were replying. No, I was texting Kyle no. in the movie theater. Oh my god! About the nun too. Like, oh yeah, I grabbed That's that. That's why you literally didn't even fucking watch it. It's trash. Make make me want to watch it. Literally, number one was just, oh, there's a like somebody killed themselves. We need to go and investigate what happened. And then it's like, oh, there's this evil entity, and then they just figure it out, and then they kill it. Like that was that was lit in number one. Yeah, extremely simple. Yeah, which dra- like there is nothing going on in the yeah, middle of that movie. It's if you very take out the whole simple. Middle, it would be the same movie. It's the very fucking- simple, Wait, but this one was trying the- to start so many other things. Yeah, it was like it was not just the eyes that they were searching for. It was like all of a sudden she's related. Like yeah, that's what um, I was. And the descendant eyes and the like whole mother angle oh and then this guy is somehow like yeah it was how did he become infected with it and originally really the first one i don't know the first one yeah infected with it what do you mean when he was like why does he still have it like why is it activate when it does or doesn't like how do you end up here Yeah. It, it is go it's on its Marie's path it's on the path to the eyes that's like talk about and that. then what do you mean i don't know yeah, that's why they go to the, the eyes themselves. Like I got like the blood of Jesus. Like, okay, why is that magical? Okay, it's Jesus. But like, who the fuck is this even made up? I don't. I assume this isn't real. But no. I'm not. I mean, Saint Lucia's I real. I just but... are Catholic. But I assume there's no eyes of whatever that Saint are Lucia? magical. Don't know. And, like, don't care. Just like real. the magic and power in this. There's so many. It feels like a superhero movie in this one. Oh, 100%. in a video game versus the other one, it was just like, okay, it's the blood of Jesus, and this is a human against a demon. With you know, she spits the blood, whatever, and that's it. This one, it's like they fucking like pray over fucking wine, <laughs> that's and so like, was and, yeah, and then was and then she's like hanging up in the air, catching on fire, and then she's like, no, and her eyes glow. She opens up. Like, she's like, my like, mom was Lucy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wouldn't have been her mom. Would not have been her mom. That whole 
her descendant, descendant. Like she's a descendant of Lucy somehow magically yeah, that they puke. made in this one and she has superpowers that she never used before and like then what was the point of the eyes in the first place because they don't really pay they don't apart do in the end they're like oh this is like come I on hate- like this one is trying to do way more than the first one <laughs> yeah this is like okay uh, the- okay listen the ending of this one is dog shit I'm not I'm it's not much saying, worse I'm than not, the ending. Of like the, other the first one, one yeah, is no, bad, well, but like at least yeah. it like makes sense in the end. Yes, that's true. Like the ending is really bad, but I'm saying that as a just a cohesive movie, it's better than the first one to me. Like the ending of the first one is bad. They're they're both bad. Like yeah, I don't know. Like, they're both stupid. Uh, yeah, okay. But, Let's go. Let's. I mean, the descendant thing. I is like it, they, so dumb. Yeah, but they try to put like they these like little twists and at stuff all in the first one at all. Like we didn't even care. Yeah, but we don't so even what? Know Who her cares? Mom, we didn't like. She's like, why did they have to allude to it in the first one? Her mom was such a prominent figure to her. In and this what one. about the fucking devil in this one? <laughs> Just oh fucking comes God. out of nowhere and like is a whole separate sideline okay, of like no. these other people that make no was, sense whatsoever. I was going to be so pissed. Like I think they should have, uh, not foreshadowed, but like they should have shown that earlier. Like when they first introduce it, they should have done like a very small. It wasn't a big enough. Like, it wasn't a big enough or like original that. thing in it. Like. I had no idea what yeah, they were I love that. I, I like that idea of like it, like them playing a game and like thinking it's one thing, but like it's actually real. Yeah, like Ring Around the Rosie type thing. Yeah. I don't know. I've never played that. Ring Around the Rosie? Come on. It's like about bubonic plague. Ring Around the Rosie, pocket full. You never yeah. played that as a kid? No. Yeah, you just spin really fast and you fall down. You just spin anyway. and you hold arms together and you fall down at the end. Yeah, How have you the, never played that, Kyle? What is the what's the aspect? What's the angle to that? Like if you if you don't do it, you're gonna die. No, it's like it's, it's more like, like Bloody Mary. You're yeah, it's, play, like it's your Mary, terrible yeah. comparison. Bloody Mary. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> either like way, it's like a kid's game that is actually about yeah, you a need darker something thing. Some consequence. Like if you do it, if you do this, like this happens. It's like saying don't Beetlejuice do it, three times. Yeah, exactly. Fair anyway, enough. Fair enough. Like. That idea, they should have introduced like a, a glimpse of that image earlier in the film. But I do like that they actually brought it back and showed it. Here's what ruined. Where's the me. laser eyes that point Infinitely directly worse. to the spot? It's like Indiana Jones, where it's like it's nobody like else has thing. realized this, and like. Uh, okay, thousand are, years. are we talking about some grounded universe that's like, no. oh, suddenly yeah. this I'm movie just jumps saying it's apart. stupid in both of the universes. <laughs> All of these movies are dog shit. Like, I don't know where this is coming from. It, yeah, I'm no, trying to convince bad. you that's worse than the first It movie. is worse by a little, no, by it's quite a bit. marginally better. I think this, this, The Nun, Conjuring, and better. Conjuring 2 are all like very much on the same level. They all suck. Conjuring 1 was much better than this. Okay, I mean, well, I to me, I, do, I hate the Conjuring yeah, movies. Right. People, that's, I've voiced that on the show. I think it's well known. I think they're I all bad, but these are worse. <laughs> yeah, here, And that's fine, but what does this movie have going for it? Nothing. No? Nothing. Come on. Speak to me. Speak to me. Come into my corner. What is Religious, this movie have going for? Uh, exactly. Overtones. Religion. But, religion in general. Huge. Here's everything. Here's why this movie is dog shit. The entire we find out the entire motive of Varric is to get Valak. Who's Varric? I don't fucking care. <laughs> Valak Varric 
fucking <laughs> Valdez. I don't know. Farrick, Valak, what is it? Valak. 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 The yeah, f- yeah, for real. The entire sorry, motive the of the yeah, sorry. <laughs> the entire um motive of it is to get the eyes and the glorified librarian, self named, mm-hmm. says, yeah. "Oh, they're all powerful." If if you, I couldn't imagine if a powerful demon gets a hold of it. The powerful oh, like demon a, gets a hold of it and nothing and, happens. Yeah, nothing happens. Yeah. She just Literally, grows to bigger goes, for a second. And then lights her on fire and then she goes, oh, yeah, oh. well, first of all, she's like, oh, I'm play dead. <laughs> and grabs she, her hand. Like, she didn't <laughs> die from the actual blood of Christ, but she dies from the wine that they made a reference to earlier that yeah. is the blood of Christ. Yeah. And then she gets the power. <laughs> she's like super powerful, pulls up a pulls up Irene and says, you're on fire, bitch. And then Irene says, psych, I'm not. I have the eyes of Lucy. I'm more powerful than Lucy didn't burn. Powerful thing, apparently. Yeah, because she's a descendant of her. Duh. So that what what makes her stronger if she's it's like it's like you have like the takedown effect, you know, like if it's like if you have something that gets watered down to the next generation, didn't like that whole scene, these not were like a video game scene to you? Like I don't she know. Wasn't, these weren't the descendant of Lucy's eyes. These were her eyes. These were the all powerful eyes and the descendant X amount removed X times removed can pray over can wine. Pray, and kill can her. Not only fucking stop but from like, getting floating and burning on fire. She can sit around spikes i don't know where the fuck the spikes came but, from. I don't know if they were honestly or, 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 there's a or, way or. worse thing to this the fact that like why didn't she just kill her originally oh, she's just like, like she caught everybody on fire. on fire like she has so much power she just catches this random priest on fire but like she like she just keeps fighting and throwing the girls over and over like it wasn't the whole break their necks or Something like yeah, it wasn't she the could whole... have killed them so many times. They kept jumping on her, and then she knocks out the guy and ties him up. Like what the fuck? Like yeah. why didn't he kill? Why didn't like she try to kill them? Yeah, I think the she best just part... threw them around. I think the best part of the first one is that these people were like committing suicide. Like they were killing themselves because of yeah. This pot, then, like this was like overlooking. She was trying to kill them at the end, but like they were escaping. They were doing yeah, but, things to get away. But in this one, she just kept throwing them off while she walked away <laughs> to slowly. try and get the eyes. Not, don't let me let didn't you do anything fire at one time. Like I can't spark you all on fire. I just have to spark Even though you. she caught so she caught that one guy on fire in the beginning. She, can she just not do that every time? She no, did she that could, to her. She didn't. She can only start at the bottom. He was yeah, but she could have caught multiple people on fire. She could have done so much more. She didn't try to kill her. She just kept throwing her off. (laughs) Okay, you're replying like this is. Come on, I get it's logic, but like I said the same thing about the last movie too. Like the nun was much more noble. Like I'm comparing it to the original. Uh, Like the original, the things were more sensical. They were stupid, but more sensical than this one. It was smaller. like in the other I mean, one, she traps like, the guy in like a coffin and like leaves him alive. Like that I mean, scene why was dope, do that? Though. 
Yeah, it's I thought that was fucking like, stupid too. If you have this much power, just fucking kill people. I thought that was fucking out. stupid too, but they didn't show that she had like such insane power in the first one versus this one. She that was like, she could just incinerate people immediately. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's the, there's logical flaws in all this whole series universe, whatever you want to call it, and yeah, it doesn't. Everything doesn't hold up. Yeah, it's but not this airtight. One tries to do a lot more. But yes, that's what when the more the, the when you're not airtight to begin with, the more elements that you try and add to it to an uh, what's the opposite of airtight? <laughs> Open. You tr- the more elements you add to airtight, like uh, water air loose, water loose. <laughs> the more it's air a wet noodle. <laughs> the more elements you add to a water loose film, the more holes you can poke into it. The first one was extremely simple. Yeah, there was a lot of logical problems, but it didn't. It's it was very simple. So you're like, okay, like yeah, it doesn't make sense, but at this time, it kind of does. For you can at least it's at least believable on the baseline is set. This one, the more they kept throwing more and more elements in, you're like, no, that's not doesn't work. That doesn't work. Also, you're like that you're a different director right and shit like you're supposed to try and elevate like you know it's fucking the first one was shit so like be better right i mean critically it is better so uh, rough to i mean also you're 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 coming into a sequel that's not always the intent is going to be like to elevate i would say more so it's going to be like or at least make it commercial this is longer 14 minutes is is it only 14? Okay. Yeah, so not too bad. <laughs> okay. I thought it was worse. is a lot better than I thought it was worse to me. Uh, sure. I don't know. I would say they're the same. Two-hour horror movie. Strict horror movie. Well, horror movie. 110 isn't two hours. Take five minutes off of that. Like, I'm just saying, I watched The oh, Nun at, yeah, at my like, apartment, like... Just watching it, and I was way more in attention than being at a theater for none two, where I, I can't have any distraction. Because yeah, the score was much better. You have to at sure. least admit that. I like the music, but I don't think it was implemented as good as I thought it was going to be. When the scene was in the no, there's our there yeah, like, there's scenes that work very well, but I'm saying like I, it didn't stand out as much in the movie as I thought it would. And then the little girls like. <laughs> what were you guys doing out there? <laughs> what were you guys oh, the score in about? the second one? No, yeah. the little girl. Yeah, She's okay. Like, <laughs> you guys, you were laughing. What did he say? <laughs> okay. Yeah, the bowling like, oh, and this one too. Was that was so bad. Too. There's okay, so there there's was one no thing. There's bad acting in the first one. Yeah, Damien Bashir is terrible. Are you Damien kidding Bashir's me? I thought bad. the acting was honestly like okay in the first one it was just the writing and shit was terrible so it's like like we had less characters too you had less main characters this has four five main characters the first one had two three yeah they tried to introduce that new girl with like their backstories and shit that's yeah her like sidekick in this i i actually went to go get a refill on my drink put some more butter in my popcorn and then i came back i was like okay wait why is she traveling with her i have no idea she's like you need it was me. so dumb she's like you don't need even help faith, i'm just here i'm gonna stop a demon well, they go see 
I mean, there's another aspect. The best scene. That's a it's the newspaper great. stand scene. No. No. That was so like over so dumb I and they showed it in the trailer no, no, no. too. I like the whole I like dumb. I like the image that they were going for, but like it was so drawn out. I was like, okay, I know where this is ending. So that's just fucking get to it. No, that's called tension. Kind that of. was no. like a you know ten where every long movie is the best like. if we're talking about imagery, the best thing was when she's looking at Valak or the demon nun or whatever, and then cuts away and goes back and it's the wall, like that decrepit. Where it's the same shape. Horrible. Yes. No, no, that oh, was great. I thought that was good. Lo- that was the most was creepy good. part yeah, of the entire movie to me. Like it didn't even like remotely not look like no. her. No, it was like at least the, the newspaper edge. stands was like a uh, mountain was her head. That was like, and yeah, then you had the. That's like so like. I, I'm gonna gonna say, her, her I agree with Kyle. Like the in the yeah. magazines to get that, and it's so drawn out. Like I like, I do like the image that they're going for, but. It took so long to get there. I'm like, okay, I know. Yeah, this is like I already he, knew from no. the trailer that was gonna happen, and then they well, drew it out for fucking like ten minutes. I don't even care. I, and I still thought it. Trailers. Well, I still thought it, I knew even without seeing the trailer. I knew what it was going for, and I knew where it was. Everyone ending. Like, knew what it was fucking, going for. Okay, so get there quicker. But it was still dope. <laughs> I don't need the whole. The only scene that was good minute in this movie long was of that. No, her like. I, I do agree with Kyle on this one. Magazine. <laughs> Back to the face, shocked. Back to the magazine, flipping. Back to her face, yeah. And she just like, and she just stands there like, like this the whole time. <laughs> it was way better. That was oh the only God, good no. scene in the movie. No, I mean I thought the whole kid aspect in that part was so bad too. Like if she's schizophrenic, like what is happening? Oh wait, uh, th- thank you. You're reminding me of my whole point of <laughs> from the first movie. Like, okay, so when you have in. I don't know, antagonist, demon, whatever you want to call it, in a movie, in a horror movie like this, you can't get all of your horror imagery from the same thing. Otherwise, it's going to be like too much, right? Like they have to introduce other things. And the first movie does this, second movie does this. In the first movie, it is so like, just feels like tacked on and non consequential. Like the boy of like, he's like, oh yeah, I went to go exercise a boy that had like visions or whatever also. And it just, it has like zero tie in. There's like nothing important, like to the plot of the nun. And that's like our secondary horror imagery that we get, which I thought was terrible and stupid. And in this, it's also a boy, unfortunately, but you have other things too. Like there is the goat slash devil. I don't know. I mean, they call it the devil, but it can't be like the actual devil. If we're talking about in terms of, it's the actual it's our rankings here. Uh Lucifer. Yeah. But they have other things in this that I feel like are more central to the plot and make more sense and just work better in this movie. If we're talking about like other imagery besides Valak. And in the first one, there's pretty much only those two. And I love that. Yeah, but the boy is stupid, and then you have Valak, and it's like Valak was if we're talking about like the conjuring when that when those actually came out like that was like the most terrifying imagery from the first or two conjurings or the first one whatever whenever that came yeah out. when they're in the, like the office yeah and it's just like and then like just down the hall and that's like yeah. it like less is more right that's why this and one and then they <laughs> overexpose her and it's or him and it's like okay I'm not scared of this anymore I mean well it's also been ten over ten years but it's just not scary anymore because you see so much of it but. I'm just saying 
in terms of like horror movies, jump scares, whatever imagery, the stuff in the second one is better to me. Then, then what? Oh, oh, I mean, they're both so obvious. And this yeah, one, both suck, but what's like, the second one doing weird. it? So it's like, yeah, true. It was the second one doing it, and it did a lot worse. Like, no, it did it, it did slightly more. better, which is which is the problem. Way it worse. did it only. Uh, it did it, it only not better. They're both bad. Yeah. No, but it, <laughs> we just they're both that. bad, and this we is both. the second one doing it. So it gets no, more points no. knocked off. This has this has another little boy, but it adds the goat thing in there. Yeah, but that Ooh. was a stupid addition because <laughs> it didn't addition. add anything, and they just made it more confusing. Well, I like the goat thing. Okay, I, hate I mean, I wish man. we had the goat man from Lamb in this. That would have been awesome, but they couldn't do it. So, yeah, no style. No scare, no. Yeah, perfectly trash. mediocre. <laughs> okay. No, I don't have much else to say. I don't. What do you guys? I mean, are we just rating one and two together? Because I said you guys, I mean, unless you guys want to say about one, like no, <laughs> might as well just dive into it. I guess. I guess. Because we've. I mean, been I can give my rating enough. for two right now. Then. Well, let's okay. Let's rate two. I yeah. Let's rate two real quick. I'm going to give two a 1.5. I'm giving it a one. <laughs> I'm a 2.5. My God. Which God. means, yeah, I don't have too much else to say on the nun. Let me well, just. Well, you uh, have to because you're the one who wants to say more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let me just recap the uh, the opening and closing, like the bookends of this. I just hate that they kind of only play it as a recap of The Conjuring to kind of it's more so just like to cue in the audience that like this is a part of the universe and they kind of treat them like, you know, they're stupid. Like it would be cool if they just let it play out and like have you, if you're a big fan of it, you can tie it in yourself. If not, then like, yeah, but that doesn't it sell. just plays as a horror movie. Yeah. Well, I'm not worried about sales. I'm worried about art. Okay. Clearly not. Cause you thought, <laughs> yeah. <was> the, best. <laughs> uh, the best. Okay. I gave it a 2.5. It's not like I gave it a raving score. I'm just saying all of these movies suck. Like, I mean, that's honestly that I think that's pretty high for you. I would agree. I and you know <laughs> what? I could I could easily change the nun to and the nun like I could probably flip flop them because when I'm thinking about like imagery too, there's a couple notes I have in here of like good imagery from the nun. And I can't really remember any from two. And I have the benefit of taking notes during one and not during the other because I'm in the theater. Uh, but I do like the imagery of like the snake being the thing that is like the driving, the possessing force coming out of like the kid's mouth into the guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obviously snake, Satan. Uh, and then like the, there's a scene where the shadow of the nun like kind of comes up and it's right over the crucifix of like Jesus, you know? So it kind of like is like, I mean, showing I, it I even think the scenes like when they first get there and that nun is just covered in that old dusty room like I thought that whole thing like looked creepy and like it was built uh, yeah but then it's undercut by like Damien Bashir's shitty dialogue and like yeah I don't know I'm there's like almost more I think there's like almost more con- I feel like there's like 
more comedy that they put into the first one than the second one also. And they both I mean, have, like, I hate uh what's his the Belgian guy whole uh, like Belgian character guy. in this one. It's like, what are you? Uh the husband or the dad of a disgruntled daughter? Who? <laughs> what wait, yeah, what? Which guy? In the, the nun is possessed in nun too. Maurice? Oh, Maurice. Yeah, that's literally how he yeah, starts off. He's French Canadian. He's not Belgian. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, Jacob's I mean the Belgian actual actor Canadian. I think is Belgian. Uh okay, he's French Canadian. Yeah. There's he has bad lines in both, but he has he's more Belgian, he has more lines see? that are supposed Thank to you. be he has more lines that are supposed to be comedic in the first one. Yeah. I thought that was terrible introduction to him. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes. Like this He's is actually so younger stupid. than all of us too. Which is what I mean, like, I just hated how they introduce him, like, the douchebag. He's like, oh, I sleep with all the women. Then he's like, I stayed here because I really care about the community, but I sleep with all the women here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's why he cares about it. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to get laid. Some, just- yeah, some random podunk town in Romania. They must be amazing. That's all. Maybe that's all he knows, Jacob. It's 19... 19- 56, 66. There are more, uh, there's more bad directing choices, I think, in the first one than the second as well. Like, uh, there's an effect that they put over when she has like visions. There's like a, a weird, like, overlay that just looks really corny. And then there's like a lot of POV shots. Like, one is when the nun gets in her face and it's like she, you're, the POV is like from Taste of Farmiga, right? And it's like kind of like shaking with how the nun would be shaking her, which just is like very corny and very bad for this type of movie. Things like that. Hated. Um, Yeah, that's about it. And again, I do like the score, but I don't think it ties into, I don't think it plays in the movie as effectively as I thought it would. I still like it overall, but yeah, that's about it. I have I have on the the nun. In terms of budget, the second one has sixteen million more dollars in its okay. budget. So if that so like n- zero more adjusted <laughs> for inflation. Well, twenty two to thirty eight, right? Almost double. Forty four would be more. double. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but adjusted for inflation. About <laughs> it's probably it's probably cheaper. About the same <laughs> in 2018. Yeah, it's been rough. Dylan Wargo, um, shout out Dylan Wargo. He liked my review of the Nun Two. What was your <laughs> of the Nun Two? Yeah. What was Love your review of the Nun Two? Just score <laughs> twenty one out of hundred. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Dylan. Also, this man gave it a three. Well. I would give the first one a two. Not very far apart. Even if you took it down to the hundred, it would probably it would be, be pretty a, close. A heavy two and a light two and a half. Uh, yeah, sure. You need to rewatch one again. <laughs> yeah, I'll jump right on that. I'm gonna. When the Nun three comes out, I'll I'll rewatch the, the only one I haven't nine, seen in this whole universe uh, is two. Annabelle comes home, which is the second one. No, 2019. Oh, that that's the third one. More recent, yeah. You say Annabelle, Annabelle Creation is the best one. Yeah, and that's the second Annabelle. That's Mike Flanagan, isn't it? No. It's uh, David Sandberg. 
Oh, Sandberg. Yeah. Lights okay. out guy. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jacob, did you want to give a rating to the nun since you just watched it? As give well? it a two. Yeah. Okay. We're the same. Who's already on my thing? I think the nun, the nun two. I, two. I might have to adjust my score. The nun two? Yeah. I Would think you I said it? one. I think it's more like one and a half. I give, give it a 21, then yeah. What? A one and a half, you would have to, even have if you to wanted readjust, to round down. Because yeah. I remember <laughs> what Annabelle is infinitely worse, and I gave that a one. No, a but even doing the math on your out of 100 ratings, that's not even mathematically possible. 20 is... Can't be a one. Is a one, yeah. It can't be. One out of five is a 20 out of 10. Oh, God. wait. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Jesus, the headless horseman is taking his head off. <laughs> And the dark of the moon, baby. <laughs> Where are you at on that? Did it change? No, it didn't change. No pumpkin. Give me that other one, though. No. Okay. Okay. You didn't rewatch the nun, right? No. All right. Let's move on to some. I wish I did. Move on to some nano reviews, then. I have a few. I have a few as well. Joshua. Thank you. <laughs> uh, he's hand me a beer. I have one. One nano right. review. All right, so, kick us off because I got to pour this beer. Right. So. so I I'll start with this one because I don't I have not that much to say. About. Hustle through this. I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which is Ooh. considered like the last of the great uh, Marvel Disney films. That's the newest one, right? It is, yeah. And I liked all of the Guardians of Galaxies, and I think this one is. Pretty good as well. But, it, I mean, it's treading the same ground. I mean, if you like the first two, you're going to really like this one, too. So, If you like James like, Gunn. What yeah, if you I mean, like, like the first one and don't like the second one? Then... Is that possible in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> honestly, no. Like, nope. you're gonna, you're either going to like all three or hate all three, honestly. But they're, they're the same notes. Like, acting is good. You know, the story is easy to follow and fun and well done. And I mean, it, and the CG and everything is like fucking phenomenal because it has millions and millions and millions of dollars poured into it. So there you go. I, it's simple. It's not like adding anything to film and... <laughs> like it's long i do feel like it's really long but mm-hmm. i mean, uh, I mean it's like two that, and a half hours <laughs> yeah i mean like it is well done and it's good looking good acting good succinct everything fills what it needs to do so i give it a 3.5. I don't understand why people like think it's the best thing ever. I mean, I do oh. understand why people think it's the best thing ever. Disney Travis. Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not. It's very simple. But, I mean, it does simple extremely well. So, that's where I land. And last James Gunn before he went to the DC realm. Yeah. So, no more. Really there could well, be more, but James Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if they, like, cut people off because I guarantee of that, but I, I mean maybe I bet DC is like 
you can no longer make Marvel movies. Obviously, they I mean, I feel like he completed no a trilogy. Like they're in a new phase. There's no reason for him to come back to Marvel. It is interesting, like how similar it is. I mean, like, but he was working. With one, he did the suicide, like doing squad. the old was, music and stuff yeah, was like a thing. But now it's like head. so obvious and done. It's just like God. It's same old thing. Yeah, because I really yeah. like the first one, but it's just it's the same over and over. Yeah, first felt unique, and then like it's like, okay, yeah, now we're on the third iteration of the first one. Yeah, yeah, like I understand why people like it. It's not bad, but it's just it's the same thing, which is why Blue Beetle felt just old. Like his he he was fresh in the beginning, but now he is like the standard. So it's just we should call it Guardians of the Galaxy 3.0. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, James Gunn is just the standard now. V3. V3. There you go. (laughs) Better. Okay, cool. Anything else on that? Nope. All right. I will combine two things. Three things, I guess, if we're just talking about content in general. Um I started reading a book for the first time in God knows how long. Uh, I started Cinema Speculation by Quentin Tarantino. And I'm trying to watch all of the movies that he writes uh, chapters about. I'll try to, I might get to more that he like mentions and goes into detail about. But uh, the first two chapters are, well, he has the introduction and then he has a chapter about Bullet and then a chapter about Dirty Harry. So I watched both of those films. Uh, so I'll start with Bullet from 1968, starring Steve McQueen, directed by Peter Yates. Um, basically just a cop, a San Francisco cop film um, where he has to, he's supposed to protect a witness and then, um, you know, produce this witness for the, uh, for the court. Um and yeah, there's some plot details in there that I'm missing, but uh, it is, I found it quite confusing because the movie starts off with like this scene where there's nothing explained. It just jumps like literally like the credits are rolling over this like mob heist slash. Uh, it's a scene you know where there's, there's, there's people going at each other and you don't know what's going on. It's, it's very confusing and, in the book, it's funny he mentions this like you're not watching Bullet for the plot, you're watching it like for this these other aspects, and I don't know. I found a lot of it to be pretty middling and just like not as interesting as I thought it would be. I've always had this on my on my watches for a while, and glad that this book forced me to watch it. But um, I like Steve McQueen's performance. I just found it very average and like they say like, you know, Oh, like the car chase scene is amazing and it's a good scene, but it doesn't, I don't think it stands out enough to make it like a reason to watch this movie. Um, so I just found it very average and, and you know, middle of the road in general as like a, as like this police procedural, you know, no nonsense cop movie. Um, which no memories of a murder. Uh, yes, to a degree, even though I think they're going for different things. Uh, the, I mean, the best comparison, which I I feel like it's intentional why these chapters are written back to back. Um, Dirty Harry is, is very much, 
the movies are similar in a lot of different aspects. Uh, San Francisco based, uh, no nonsense cops. Um, both have scores from Lalo Schifrin also, which is interesting. And I feel like it's used to a much better degree in Dirty Harry. Like there's actually music overlaying like action scenes and, and interesting scenes. Whereas like there's scenes in bullets with like no music and you're like, there's like no dialogue either. And you're just watching the scene play out. It's so awkward and weird. Um, but in Dirty Harry, there's a, a, like, it's very vibrant, very alive. Uh, the scenes are very interesting. There's some like some amazing edits in it as well. Um, yeah, just like the, the performances as well. Like I like C McQueen, but like dirty, uh, like Clint Eastwood as Dirty Harry as like this, their characters are slightly different where it's very clear that um, Callahan is his name, Dirty Harry. Uh, he is, he's kind of like a piece of shit. I mean, he is a piece of shit, not kind of. He is a piece of shit where like he doesn't care so much about the law. Like he kind of takes it into his own hands. Um, like the, the laws don't apply to him. And, you know, Clint Eastwood is known to be more like conservative leaning and uh, like his views are conservative and that does come across in dirty Harry. But I mean, yeah, besides him being like a piece of shit, the movie is pretty great. Uh, the, the killer in dirty Harry too, like that guy's performance. Um, I think his name's like Andrew something. I don't know. He plays a guy called the Scorpio killer, like super unhinged and interesting. And yeah, I just found that to be, much more compelling and interesting as a film than, than, um, bullet. So anyway, I gave bullet a three. I would give dirty Harry a four. Both are worth watching as just like, if they're blind spots to any cinephiles, I would watch them both. But, um, I definitely liked dirty Harry a lot more. Cool. Next up, Josh, you want to do your one yep, since we I'll both went? Real quick. So I watched uh, Missing finally. Ah, um, huge. Yeah, so uh, Missing kind of definitely, I guess, took TikTok by storm. I don't know about anything else, but it's definitely a movie that's social media driven for sure i mean it's the entire premise is online um and yeah i i I thought it was pretty good uh very interesting the edits the editing was really cool um how it was how it was based online and how we kind of see everything kind of happening is was interesting I, i wouldn't say it's new by any by any stretch but um, extremely interesting. Um, the main character actually is in the nun two was the sidekick of yep. the nun two. So I thought that was kind of funny that I ended up watching both, but, um, yeah, extremely interesting, uh, almost two hours long and it flies by just, I mean, these kind of movies, <clears throat> there's so much happening at one time and you're kind of figuring out things that happened along the way, uh, that they kind of fly by just naturally. And, um, this movie is no different uh, in that regard, but um, when you figure out um, what kind of happened, 
it little it falls apart a little bit. There's a there's a stretch of about I don't know the exact time, but it felt like 20, 30 minutes of it. Maybe not quite that long, maybe 15, 20 minutes, but either way, um, that kind of fell off from the rest of it. Like once you kind of figure out what's what happened, it kind of loses its lust a little bit and does pick back up after that. But there is a stretch that's a little bit boring or kind of not that great. Uh, definitely a timely movie. It's, I don't know how long this movie will last or it's kind of it's kind of those one movies that's like a flash in the pan where you watch it once and you you don't ever really want to revisit it yeah like it's it, it's an experience like like Skin it's uh, or, or not necessarily not even well, shutter like, island this is one of those movies where yeah when you know the reveal and like you know what's happening then like that, that's shutter, it for you it really yeah, doesn't right. pay off anymore shutter yeah. island and i always compare it because obviously shutter island like once you know the big huge twist it's like not as much not but shutter island at least has little nuances where you can kind of be like okay when i rewatch it and you have Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. too, obviously, and Mark Ruffalo. There's are, enough elements in it yeah. to like, it's you, a you movie could watch it and still. just, yeah, you could watch it and just enjoy it for what it is still. Yeah. It's a movie and there's little nuances <laughs> where you're like, oh, I didn't even notice that the first time where it's meant for you to rewatch it and be like, okay, yeah, I can kind of see how this is leading up to where it got. This movie is pretty much all laid out for you. There's no like going back and like, oh, yeah, I can see where this happened, how that happened. Yeah. It's kind of it is what it is. And once you watch it, like it is it is good for what you see, but there's no rewatchability of it whatsoever. Like there's yeah. no reason to ever watch this again. So um, acting was fine. Performances or uh, story was fine. Everything was good for what it was, but. Um, not great by any stretch of the imagination and um, I did have a good time with it but uh, I ultimately ended uh, landed on like a heavy three and a half light I could see the argument for a four but I'm okay. pretty comfortable with, with have you seen half. missing did I miss that did you say that that's what I'm talking watching um <laughs> missing missed what's the, the one thing. before that what's the one before that called <laughs> the one that you watched no the one with uh John Cho What's that oh, um, the guy that did the host. Oh right? yeah, what was that? No, not the. the no, 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 no. It was John yeah, Cho is. Uh, it was like missing. It was something similar. It was missing. What's what's yeah, searching? I think it searching. was searching. Searching. Sorry. No, searching. I searching. <laughs> okay, I did see that. Yeah. Yes. So you haven't seen searching? No, okay. but yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's the same director or something. No, it's these movies are tied together somehow. Searching and missing are interconnected. I swear. Somehow, some way. Maybe I didn't talk about it. I definitely saw it. Definitely (laughs) not the same. Okay. Well, produce not the same. I don't know. Anyway, I'm. I swear, there's a connection there, but I would not know. All right. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Either. Anyway. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Jacob, you're up. So I watch Bottoms. Oh. Another new so the same, movie. same writer. Same that's, writer. There you go. Missing. Anish Chaganti did a writer of both Searching Makes sense, and Missing though. and Run. The Hulu original. Knew it. Started with an M. He loves <laughs> his one word movies. Mm-hmm. 
one word titles. Sorry, go ahead, Jacob. His next movie, Escape. <laughs> one word. Um. So Bottoms is movie getting a lot of buzz. Recently released. I'm gonna say I love having the AMC stubs like <laughs> shit. Yeah, I watch amazing. movies in the theater all the time now. <laughs> like I go there multiple days a week now. But for now. <laughs> for now. It's awesome. Highly recommend it if you live near like twenty AMC theaters. Um but anyway. So, getting a lot of buzz, currently sitting at a 4.2 average on Letterboxd. And it's not following the same in IMDb. Yeah, it's not that. I mean, it's literally like the typical, like, it's a throwback to like Superbad and all those style of movie, American Pie. I don't know, like, what you want. It's that type of humor, like the old. <clears throat> school when we were in high school era of like american comedy stupid over-the-top movies and in this case it's queer and like yeah that's cool i love that they now have that movie but it it's it is a beautiful love letter to those kind of movies and the, it like it follows a very formulaic plot. I mean, acting, writing, everything involved is well done for that specific style of film. And I think that anybody who liked any of those other ones who isn't like a bigot or whatever <laughs> will still like will love this movie also. <laughs> like if you love those and you're not an asshole, you're going to love this. And it's skin deep, but completely aware and funny. And yeah, <laughs> like it's over the top, stupid, violent, like super bad style of movie. I don't get why it's getting so much. I guess I get why it's getting so much love is because it's kind of new in that genre for what it is. But for somebody who doesn't like subscribe to just thinking in one way, it's just the same movie. Well, it came out in 2023, the year of everything. Well, it kind of started in 2022, but everything is either the best or the worst. So yeah, this falls into the best. Yeah. I mean, like I love those old style of movies. Like I love that old comedy of just stupid over the top, very self-aware, like, I get it. Like I, I did love those that when I was younger and I like that now, you know, looking back at the like hangover, any of those kind of movies, but that's all this is. It's not like a super elevated movie or film with like a lot of deep topic. It's trying to discover. It's literally just subscribing to that genre with a point of view of queer <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> And that's not a bad thing. It's good. It's well done for that genre. So I give it a 3.5. Jacob hates the gays. Confirmed. All right. <laughs> yeah. We ain't that straight. Um, 
Okay, I, I have, let's see, let's go in chronological order here. I watched the new Rob Rod film, Oh God, Hypnotic, streaming on Peacock currently. That everyone hates. Uh, yeah, everybody is fucking stupid because um, Hypnotic is a lot of fun. Uh, it's not amazing. It's not extremely well written or thought out or anything like that. But um, this is a movie that I thought was technically pretty well done and was just a lot of fun to watch. I turned my brain off and had a good time with it. Um, it is not going to have like those super high highs. It's not like a, it's kind of Nolan-esque, but like, it's not like as heady or cerebral as Nolan. So like, just imagine. Very interested because you hated Alita. (laughs) Yes. Alita sucks ass. (laughs) I did not think it sucked as much, but yeah. Well, yeah, I think hypnotic is i don't i don't i actually don't know why people hate it so much um i get it like i could understand like a two and a half or like a two or or you know around that range but like people are giving it like a one one and a half like paris one and a half get real <laughs> like it's not that bad um again it's robert rodriguez like doing like a like a cerebral action thriller like it's not gonna be if it doesn't feel like a rob rad movie i'll be good with it i would say it doesn't i would say it it for the most part it doesn't like if you compare it it to his for sure yeah it does no it doesn't like spy kids no if you you No. no seriously if you didn't know who directed this you could watch it and you could name probably 20 different directors that could have made this and he might be on the list, but you wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Rob Rod. Would you put uh, Aaron Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson in the... Uh, not really. It's too, like, there's too much going on for them. Like, it's 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 almost too budget for them. Like, too <laughs> much. Even though this was, like, obviously cheaply made. But, yeah, I just thought that, like, <sighs> there's, like, some dumb twists and turns and stuff, but it didn't, like fall apart completely and I didn't think anything was like overly stupid there's a lot of like liberty to take and because of the rules of the movie they can kind of do what they want so there's a lot of wiggle room for them um but yeah I just thought it was like fun and (laughs) it technically decent I mean the acting is probably like one of the worst things, but that's always been a flaw in Robert Rodriguez's movies. Like even with an actor like Ben Affleck, I feel like he cannot direct people to get good performances. I don't know what it is about him. Like that's probably his biggest flaw actually is a lot of his performances come out bad, even with great actors. Who's that? They come out Robert Rodriguez. Like he'll have great actors and they'll give like bad performances. So he's not a good director. I wouldn't say that. I think uh, is he's he directing the actors. I mean, like he does one thing. He does great is like he makes. I mean, he makes fun schlocky movies on shoestring budgets, and that's sure kind of what this is. Like, I'm not going to call it a shoestring budget, and like, I don't think it's amazing, but yeah, it's a fun schlocky movie that's like 
not even it's not even aiming for the stars like it's kind of cerebral it's kind of heady but it's not really that deep or you, you want to know just the fun. Uh, it's just like a fun genre movie i don't get why people hate it so much you want to know the actual budget it ain't near shoestring i would guess like 35 million it's double that so 70 million okay so far it's made 11 million I mean, yeah, it went. It's like straight to streaming. What do you mean? It didn't even get a theatrical release. I, I don't think, think it, so. It's got box office numbers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it might have had like a limited release or something, but I'm pretty sure after. Sure, it probably did that. Oh. It Peacock bought it, and that doesn't go into the box office numbers. So who knows, like how much they actually paid for it? You know, all that shit. That's the streaming problem that we currently live in. But um, he initially wrote this in 2002. There you go. <laughs> Huge. There is a, a a big reason to call it Nolan-esque is there is a very shitty knockoff of Inception. Like visually, they basically use the same thing as like the city folding over itself. Oh my God. Which there's been a couple movies that have done that since Inception. But not as good. But I mean, none of them are going to be as good until, I don't know, you, you have to come up with the perfect reason. But this is like a very bad knockoff of that. Um. Yeah, there's some bad exposition. There's, I mean, there's a lot of things in it that are like you could, you could pick it apart to pieces. But at the end of the day, when you look at it as a whole, it's not going for that Inception vibe. It's not going for that grounded realism that Nolan is going for. It is kind of like a fun schlocky movie, genre movie. I would watch it as that. And I'm telling you, it's not as bad as everybody says. Josh... Jacob, give it a try if you have time. It's pretty short too, so maybe like ninety-six minutes. Yeah, I'm not really sold. Was a little bit interested in it, but so I might watch it. All right, there you go. I'm not really sold on you telling me to watch something that you didn't really love. I gave it a three and a half. What do you mean? Um, maybe then, maybe then. Um, well, there you go. I'm giving it a three and a half. So, uh, you have anything else, Jacob? I do have one more. Perfect, because I have one more as well. I watch Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind, Miyazaki movie. And it is pushing to be maybe my favorite of his movies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. We definitely need to get premium of his movies, but I need to make sure. A long time ago. Well, I need to make sure you can do it, though, because, like, you need to. You of. Anybody needs to watch his movies the most. I've seen Spirited Away. I've seen one Howl's Moving Castle. I've seen Princess no- uh, Mononoke. The big three, as I said last yeah, week. Oh, I've seen okay. all three. Call them the big three. <laughs> Not bad. Well, this There's needs to be part of the big four because this one's incredible. I think, Kyle, have you seen this one? Nope, never seen it. Nausea? You, you need to Nausea. see this one. Because I feel like this is way more in line with Mononoke than it is with Spirited mm-hmm. Away. Yeah, that's my shit. Mononoke. Yeah, I think honestly, I think you'll love this. That's one. Cap. You don't like Princess Mononoke? That's my favorite. I said it. I thought you slaps. said it. Oh, I thought you said it sucks. I said slaps. <laughs> oh, I thought you said sucks. He's like it sucks. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> no, sorry, I love that. One. I hate it. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> No, like this one has a lot of the things I love about Princess Monoke. It's dark. It's violent. Like definitely 
It might be. I think it might be more violent than Princess Mononoke. Love that. Yeah, and I'm obviously like animation amazing because like they've never not done amazing animation. It does feel a little. I mean, lesser in parts than like Spirit Away, but I mean, this came out in eighty fucking four, <laughs> like, so it holds up amazingly well. It's so big like, as a movie. I want to say I, I also seen Kiki's Delivery Service too. That, I've never I'm seen sure that. In you whole. definitely I've have seen, seen that. parts you of that, seen but that. I think we watched, watched Kiki that was on together. Disney when we were yeah. kids all the time. So I've seen four of his movies. Well, well, you said either way, you, like, you I want to wait. Don't, to, it Jacob count. and I watched it together. It doesn't count. Sure. Yeah, but well, I, I want you. With a critical eye. I've but. seen all of them multiple times. So, like, I want a critical eye. of. I've seen Spirit Away. You can watch them. Times. Maybe I'll have to wait until Asher's old enough so he can watch them, too. <laughs> yeah, wait 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> 10 more years? Come on. They're kids' movies. Not their yeah, you're violent. gonna at eleven. <laughs> like you won't even understand. He can yeah, watch him like, when he's five. Really appreciate it. Totoro is a good like Kiki's. Kids. Yeah, Totoro Kiki's is Totoro. And Kiki's. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like this one, honestly, works so well on just a base level of just enjoying the movie itself. But when you take in the themes, when it's obviously about like nuclear war and like what Japan <laughs> had to go through, and this is a fucking direct Japanese director. And like talking about it, like it's and pretty like half heavy. His movies are about that also. Yeah, they're all like <laughs> yeah. pretty political. So <laughs> he has a lot of political movies, but this one is more specifically based on like nuclear war and what the effect that would have. And and it's not just nuclear, but also like nature itself and that like why we should respect nature and maybe stop hurting it. So it's kind of like a green movie and also an anti nuclear war movie. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it can be enjoyed in so many levels. The worst part for me was like, which Kyle may like, is like injected like this religious, like Christian religious aspect. Hell yeah, now we're talking. But like new, like at the end, like it wasn't something that was built up through the whole thing. It was literally within the last half hour. Which it's not that long of a movie, honestly, but it was just like randomly injected and like I felt it was really heavy handed by the end. I felt like he, you said all it's the other long? No. It's almost two hours. Almost. Still less hour fifty seven. That's not long. That's not too long. That's long. <laughs> For animated movie? That's long. For an animated movie. I'll Maybe. give you that. It's kind of long, but yeah. Spirited Away is over two hours. But what like for the fact that like this aspect of like all the other things were so like subtle, well done and like easily understandable. This was like felt like it was injected way too late in it that at the yeah. by the end, which was like it was like a big part of the end felt kind of, I don't know, awkward compared to the rest of it. And that's the only reason why I ended where I di did. But like, honestly, this is easily one of his top movies, which is saying a lot because he's amazing. So yeah, like I, I hope you guys would watch this soon, but if not, I'm going to have a premium of it eventually. 
Well, then now I'm then not going to watch it that, soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why'd you tell Damn me it. that? <laughs> well, maybe my fucking my next premium then is going to be fucking Miyazaki <laughs> and his welcome. early shit like this because my God, he has a new movie coming out this year too. So it'll yeah, be a good boy segue in the, um, Heron or something. Heron. The boy in the yeah. Yep. Which also is getting heavy, high reviews right now, but. That is true. All right, yeah, no, I'm. I love you know Ghibli, Miyazaki, all that shit. So all the, I want to, I want to um, cover all my blind spots of his for sure. Yeah, this is easily. I would say. I mean, I I'm gonna rewatch them all for that. But like, Spirit Away used to be my favorite. Then it got replaced by Princess Mononoke, and now this one is like right there. Like those three mm-hmm. are now the big three. <laughs> like, yeah. Like Nausicaa, you need to see it is it's incredible. It's an amazing movie. Give it a 4.5. Love to see it. Okay. Uh, last for me, I have 3000 years of longing. Oh shit. Your boy, my boy, George Miller, George Miller. <laughs> Don't know why he's my boy, but <laughs> my boy Because you love happy feet more. So your boy, I think if anything, um, roads about. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this came out last year and I uh, wanted to check it out. Then it was a weird release or something. I don't remember what happened, but anyway, didn't get around to it. So uh, it's on Prime, just decided to pop on it. And um, it is, there's a lot of good parts about it, but ultimately I don't think it comes together as a full vision i guess and i don't really know what the vision is um it's about a woman who is a she is the narrator but like literally her job is also like writing and i think she calls herself a there's a longer version of it but a narrate a narrator is something whatever anyway she's a storyteller and the genie that she comes across is a storyteller and i feel like what it's getting at is, you know, part of this just like storytelling in general and like why it's important, but then it's also a love story, but then it's also a cautionary tale. Like it's, it feels like it's trying to do too many things and it doesn't really come across very clearly with any of those. And over half of the movie takes place like in this hotel room, which like the camera doesn't only stay there. They tell these stories and um, like you, you get to see the stories play out. Right. But they're like short stories. So you're watching, you're watching these characters and stuff play out from, uh, from their, you know, version of it, their, their story of it. So there's not a lot of dialogue from these characters it's happening quickly and they're just moving through these stories quickly. And it's like, okay, I either want to be like more in this fantastical world or I want to be more in the other world. And I don't know, that's kind of just like how the whole movie plays out. It, it's like one foot in one foot out and you don't get enough of each world. So to make it fulfilling, it it's, it needs to be like an hour longer or like, half an hour shorter where it's just very cohesive, very like just like a, a classic 
genie in the bottle tale where you know it's a cautionary tale about wishing or like this epic tale of like love and all of these stories cohesively coming together it's it's none of those things but visually i did think it was pretty awesome like he does a lot of interesting things the colors pop it's it's visually interesting the effects aren't always great but like i would rather it be ambitious with those in a movie like this than like hold back um so i i actually liked that which normally i would i would not get for having such bad effects and it's not always bad there's there's it feels like they pick and choose where to put the money in this which makes sense um yeah i thought the performances were good i mean it's interselba and tilda swinton like can't really go wrong there um yeah there's a lot to like a good amount to dislike i wish it was going for something more or like more i wish i could draw something from this but i i couldn't really and i'm i'll put some of that on myself but yeah there's um there's also a, an aspect of like uh existential dread eternalness like you have he you know he he's a genie and he he lives forever right and like there's at a point he's like a um entrapped or or he's like a ghost for like a thousand years or something like that and he's like you have no idea what it's like to like just be going through time for a thousand years you can't sleep you can't do anything but all you do is exist he's like you have no idea about that and it's, I know it's hard to portray that on, on film, but like you don't really get the 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 like dread or like the feeling that he was feeling in that moment. But uh yeah, I, I did like it overall marginally. I would give it a three out of five. But interesting nonetheless, if you uh if you had any interest in the movie. It's not as bad as people say. It's not as boring as people say. I've heard a lot of people call the movie boring. I don't think it's outright boring. So, Well, I'm glad you can recognize movies that people hate and you think are okay. Mm-hmm. Kyle <laughs> Ziggs when he needs his egg. We said <laughs> It's like, it That's isn't good, but good. maybe you guys want to watch it because it's no, not as no, no. terrible as other people think. This is in line. I feel like this is <laughs> pretty much in line with like all of like the average ratings for it. So I'm like right in line with that. I oh, you guys well, that's good. I thought three, I was talking I about the last one. <laughs> yeah. Don't get real. Okay. That's it for nano reviews. Um, let's move on to what... What we're watching next week. No, well, uh, well actually, uh, Kyle, did you yeah. finish Baki? No, I have not. I have not oh. returned to it. So next well, damn. episode, we, we got to talk about that next we'll time. Talk then. about Baki. Okay, I can I can prioritize. That. I finished been, that already. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I I I know I. You're should have, so like, close to finish. There's not that many. Uh, I know. <laughs> I just haven't. Yeah. I took a break and then I've been watching a lot of movies and yeah, I just, I mean, I've been moving too. Like I haven't had time as much time yeah. as I used to. So, um, okay. Yeah. That'll be, we, if you save it, I'll, I'll finish it and we can return to it yeah. next week. I'm um, with that. <laughs> next week for a featured review. The only thing that we all have available, unfortunately is a haunting in Venice. So 
I think we're going to tentatively say that. And if we make a change, it'll either be spur of the moment or we'll announce it on Instagram. One of those two. But let's plan on that for now. And it won't be a dick pic. Yes. Or it might be. Uh, no promises. No promises. Maybe it will be a hunting in dick pics. I mean, if our numbers don't go up this episode, I'm we're going to have to post <laughs> It'll be dick three dick pics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dick pics in Venice. Like. Maybe four if we can get Travis on board. I thought people, I thought people liked controversy, but I mean, if, if we don't start we'll spiking see. here. We'll see a huge spike from. Yeah. Might have to post some more. Okay. Grizz, do you mean jizz? All right. So tentatively haunting in Venice next week. All right. Anything else for you guys? Anything in house? No. I'll no. shut her down. If you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at suds and cinema podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at suds and cinema podcast. I'm on letterbox and untapped at the KG project. I'm on both those as JSAL 517. That's JSAL 517. And I am on both platforms at Josh underscore Seldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. I just want to talk about how he's the worst part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Who, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, worst part of the show. We should just like cut him. I agree.